Welcome back to Adventuring 101, where four misfits across Faerun try to get through Magical Adventuring University, hosted by the media group Behold Our Our Adventure. Last we left off, the group had to deal with the exciting idea of contract negotiations. The group wanted to save the master of the Doombrinder Tower instead of destroying him and taking the crystal like the Abbey wanted. So... They want to see about changing some, you know, look, you know, changing people around and everything. But unfortunately, it's not going to be that easy because the guy that they want to replace is Carl's dad, who is a cult member of the god Cirque. So that's very bad. And, you know, it's it's not good to just replace someone with a worst, you know, you know like it's not going to happen in their eyes so they went back and got their contract disputed and let everyone know about this predicament also they did invest in some help name a skeleton called barry b bones so we are all pretty good with this team to get ready for the cult i like to call this episode bonfire <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, 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 uh, fabulous viewers, listeners, individuals who peruse our contents uh, to Adventuring 101, this here podcast where uh, I take these four lovely people out adventuring, maybe after this assignment leveling up. It's, uh, you know, it's only been, I don't know, what, what what episode are we on, like 17? I think it's 17. And you guys haven't left it up? Yeah. So uh, that was not the best calculations on my part. But you know what? Maybe we can put that behind us and see how that goes. Uh, I am Robbie Thompson, your dungeon master, trying to uh, corral cats. In Elliot's case, literally. Uh, yeah. And we are we're we're gonna we're gonna see what we can get done today. Uh, with me, as always, I have Stephen Mercer. Hey, this is Stephen playing as Kazuma, and I wanted to say that trans rights are human rights. Yeah. That they are. Is that is that all? You all good? I, I think that's I think that's pretty poignant there. Fair enough. That is fair enough. Uh, and then nextly we have Tyler McAwam. Yeah, that is me. I am playing as Marin Marcus, the uh, once curious bookworm who's slowly going insane over the course of this campaign. Fantastic. And then we have. Uh, sorry mouth i'm not editing that out okay thank you um and then we have amanda stewart hello i'm amanda i play luna and i'd like to say that magic is real how so there really is a dimension where dnd exists i i would like to imagine that all of this does in fact happen uh that would be wonderful it does just in another universe. Precisely. If there are infinite universes, I guess it kind of checks out, doesn't it? Actually, in Dungeons and Dragons lore, in the Starfinder, I think is it Star Star Pat? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Earth Earth is actually chronically in the uh, astral map, but there's no way to get there. 
only if it's really, really difficult. And everyone else was like, it's too much of a pain in the ass. Agreed. And finally, uh, last but not least, we got Elliot Luke Grace Wilson. I have had two of my wisdom teeth pulled yesterday. Fun times. Didn't you say we're also on like uh, T3s or something? Or T4s? I forgot what that means. Opioids. Oh, yeah. I am. So we, we've officially gotten our, our first celebrity drug user among us. <laughs> so, uh, you know. I mean, it is concurrent with Bright Claws' personality. That's true. If only, if only I could have that sweet nip, but alas, it is a treasure forbidden to us mere mortal humans uh, one day. Anyway, uh, so basically what you're saying, Elliot, is that all of your, like, everything is slowly turning you closer to closer into Bright Claws. I mean, Bright Claws is already my spirit animal and or stand. But I'm... Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like one day I'll just vibe with him on such a fundamental level that I'll be able to... Sorry. You'll be able to jingle? I forgot about Um <laughs> I think I'm not editing that out. I think that was alarmed for me to remind me to actually join. That for some reason was 15 minutes late. Uh, <laughs> okay, I gotta fix my timing on those things. Um, but yeah, like one day I feel like I'll just vibe with Bright Claws on such a fundamental level that I will summon him to this physical play-in, and we will be best friends, and our adventures will be legendary. So. On that note, I do have one question, and that is, so, of course, Japan has legalized, uh, what is it, like, human-animal genetic crossover technology. Uh, if this is an option to you, would you become a cat person in order to become closer to the Bright Claws? I mean, I'd rather be a robot, because then I can just... To serve the Emperor? I mean, partially. Also, because then I could just plug myself into the Matrix and, like, hang out with a robot AI break clause. But, I mean, if I can't become a robot, becoming part cat seems like a good secondary option. So let's begin anyway. I'm excited. I agree. I concur. Let's jump right in. So last we left off with you guys, uh, you were just going to go and cleanse the woods of a uh, cult to Sirik, a dark, evil god, who uh, is led by your priestly, quote-unquote, friend, Carl Carlson's dad, Ozar Comrick. Uh, you promptly deserted Carl, or he deserted you, a little bit of both, and uh, but felt that you might have needed some backup. There were quite a few cultists that you saw in the forest. So you got a hold of Clarence Doombringer, or Doombringer, sorry, and uh, you called in some backup. And the guy, person who came up uh, to give you a hand, appears to be a skeleton in a much cooler trench coat and fedora than Carl's. Uh, there is jazz music that follows him around, and you have seen with his face that he's in fact a skeleton. He's got a cigarette in his mouth uh, that appears to be lit, although you don't know how, because he doesn't seemingly have lungs. But uh, the damned carriage that he rode upon to get here has gone off into the misty darkness, 
and he's just staring at you now with his lifeless, non-existent eyes, uh, just smoking his cigarette. And he's just staring at all of you, kind of waiting for you to talk. Marin is going to make the first move, and he's going to approach the skeleton and like get him from a profile shot and start drawing him and try to figure out how the cigarette thing's working. <laughs> Luna yeah. said it's uh, Carl after he passes away. It's an alter ego version of Carl. Pretty much. That would have been really clever. Tear off Katie? the mask Scooby-Doo style. <laughs> um, Cosmo looks at him too and, it's, and he put, sticks his hand out and be like, like welcome the board. He protrudes a skeleton hand and says, I hear you fellas needed a little assistance there. The name's Bones. Barry B. Bones. Private detective. A detective, eh? Yes. For, for hire. Okay, uh, great. What is your uh, line of... What's your way of fighting, by the way? He uh, digs under his trench coat and he protrudes a hand crossbow. Okay, great. We have another range person. Uh, so we let uh, Barry B. Bones know about this cult of... Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the, the god of lies and deception. Cyric. And Cosmo was like... And he explains it all and and within a little bit of time and and but the contract as well and he's like there you go and it's like mm. a little bit of a pickle there um but uh and we're all kind of sitting around a fireplace the fire set like a f- campfire right uh more or less you probably have a campfire going at the very least that you can kind of return to yeah and we're at the crossroads right between the abbey doom Bridger, and the, the forest where Cyrix cult is uh, more closer to, like, between the Abbey and the Forest. Uh, Clarence's tower is, like, four days away. Okay. What time, what is the sunlight right, like, right now? Uh, there is no sunlight. It is midnight on a mm. very misty, dark night. Just the moon is showing light. You guys are kind of tired. Are, are we affected of our skills or anything, or are we just kind of, uh, like... No, not unless you basically stay up until, like, I'll say, like noon tomorrow you won't suffer any exhaustion but if you go a full 12 hours uh more without sleeping you're definitely going to start taking exhaustion but for now you're okay um he looks around and like uh you guys want to go deal with this now or you want to go re- uh, rest up until noon uh, after uh, the morning i mean if we wanted to try to sneak up on these guys now would be the best time okay well three of us have dark vision do you have dark vision there barry Indeed, I do. All right, well, three of us do. Clarence told me of the predicament you guys find yourselves in. Doesn't exactly sound like the bee's knees. But as I understand it, you're at least somewhat capable if he kind of looks you guys up and down. Problematic. What do you mean, problematic? No, no, he's right. Oh, whatever, nerd. He uh, looks over to Marin and kind of like walks up to him. Uh, he looks down at your drawing, Marin. Says, hmm, not bad. You find yourself, uh, you fancy yourself an artist there, kid? I suppose I do, yeah. I sort of heft the book proudly. Cosmo rolls his eyes. He uh, takes out his cigarette and moves to, uh, he presses the cigarette against the book, but you realize it doesn't burn it. Okay, I, yeah, I was just about to fucking bitch slap him for that <laughs> now i'm just like oh okay i see and he kind of flicks the cigarette down at your feet and he uh 
stows away his hand crossbow and starts walking towards the forest. Says, we're wasting moonlight, come on. Okay, and Kazuma, uh, he looks at everyone and says, and he goes up to Luna and says, you know, you still have that, uh, you know that little ability there, you can you scream and scare the shit out of a lot of people? Yeah. Uh, could you do that to help us li- remove some of these nerds out of the way? I know you can probably spook them away to lo- help us the odds. Am I right? Yeah, that sounds like an amazing idea, Kazuma. And he puts his hand up for a fist bump. Luna fist bumps him up and whispers to him, Doesn't that uh, uh, skeleton remind you of Carl? No. And he goes up to Bright Claws and he walks up to Bright Claws and, um, and says, Bright Claws, uh, could you do me a favor? How's your your sneaking? Hmm. Perfect. Well, tell me, did you, there's anyone in that forest that might cause us some trouble? Um, let me check. Hmm. Can I actually make a roll for this? Yeah, if you want to, I mean, if you guys, uh, you don't see anything initially in, like, you're only on the cusp of the forest. Um, could uh, I use nature for this? Uh, this would be more of survival if you're trying to find traffic, or perception if you're just trying to see into the woods. Okay, I'll use perception then. Okay. Or, you can use some history. No, I'll use perception. Okie doke. Nat 20. What? Cool. I know. With a nat 20, I'll say, you don't see anything initially in the woods, as Barry is, uh, walking ahead of all of you and kind of deserting you guys. But what you do recall is that there was one elf that was guarding like the outside of the camp like 30 minutes before you guys actually went in. You don't see her, but you remember where she was. So Cosmo, so Brightclaws lets me know about this, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, yes, yes. All this information, yes. So Cosmo looks at Brightclaws and you deal with her. And you deal with anyone else that could cause us some problems by in the woods. Just go around the perimeter and just snipe people. Mm, very well. And I guess Bright Claws will hop onto the top of the trees with his uh, claws and climb. And before he goes, before he grabs, he grabs Bright Claws by the tail. And he says, if you hit yeah? Luna again, if I, I, I remember you hit her. If you hit, if you hit her again, I'm gonna sh- I will neuter you. Ah, Kazuma, I didn't even hit her when I was evilly possessed by some evil... Wait, you weren't? Yes. I, I chose not to attack her when I was being possessed. Oh, you know, okay. I oh. am definitely not going to. I mean, of course, right. she wasn't attacking me either, so I think that also had a thing to do with it, but I digress. I didn't, I didn't know anything about that. Okay, well, apologies. And he let go of his tail and um, um, scrambles okay. off. Um, I guess Bright Clubs is just going to start Naruto hopping from tree to tree now. All right, give me a... Uh... Uh, stealth check, I guess, with advantage. I say probably with enough time you'll be able to climb a tree anyways. Okay. First roll was a 7, second was a 13, um, plus my stealth, um, which is the same as my acrobatics. I'm just going to say that as a fact. Uh, that would be an 18 overall. Cool. So uh, you silently start rushing through the trees. Uh, you see that Barry B. Bones is just, uh, he's not sneaking at all. He's just casually walking through the woods. Kazuma's spinning the, the baton, the, the staff around like a baton, and he, he somewhat has this feeling of like, 
oh, uh, suddenly he's looking at Barry B. Bones and he kind of started to feel guilty and yep. about about Carl and thinking about killing someone's dad. Ah, uh, I see. And so he's like, and he kind of says something out loud. He says, ah, fuck. Guys, um, let's not try to kill this Carl's dad, okay? Why? And Cosmo's just like, just because I said so. Fair enough. And he looks at Marin and Luna. Do you understand me? And any less blood is fine by me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sweet. Uh-huh. And Cosmo just looks like he starts to blush and walks away faster up to Barry V. Bones. It's like, whatever. Alright, and uh, Barry, when you get up to him, says, nice of you to finally join me. You done? Come on, let's go. I'm the freaking leader here. Yeah, you can call yourself that. Oh, okay, whatever. Let's just get this over with. Paid you 100 gold and you give me lip? Yeah. You don't, even, you don't even have the lips. I'll do what I need to to get the job done, you see? Okay, 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 fine. So, Bright Claws, you go dashing through the woods. What's your passive perception, by the way? Also, you know, that would be an 11 overall because. Okay, dope. I have a bigger, I have better perception with, than you, a uh, passive perception than you do. That's because cool. I have an eight in my wisdom. Like, oh. Yes. Cool. Did, did so, you really think Bright Claws was a wise kitty cat? Absolutely not. No, I thought he was, I thought his intelligence was the lowest stunt one. No, no, his intelligence is just a neutral 10. Oh. <laughs> oh, that fooled me. So, um, you get to roughly the spot where you think you saw the elf there, Bright Claws, with your dark vision, you're looking around, you don't see her. At least not passively. Hmm. I don't suppose I see a uh, anything else of note. If you want to make a perception check, you can attempt to actively look. Okay, then. Two is not going to succeed, is it? Uh, you know, I don't think it will. She seems to be the most hardest person for you to see, because I always know you have the lowest roles when you're like, it's basically to see her. Yeah, for some reason I do great when like I don't want it to yeah. be meaningful, but like I do terrible when I it really counts. Um, welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. Do do I at least see like a field mouse or something that I can snack on? Uh, with a two, no, definitely not. Damn it! When am I going to find mm, kitty noms? Mm. Eventually, hopefully. But uh, mm. while you guys are so bright, close is far ahead of you guys in the treetops. You don't see where he's gone. He's silent. Uh, but you, as you guys are walking, you see uh, Barry suddenly stop and he holds up his hand. Luna freezes in the, uh, at that moment and starts thinking about what could be happening. And she says, uh, what's happening? Uh, <clears throat> Barry looks behind all of you and says, are any of you good, particularly good at sneaking? I am. I am. You're not there yet. Can my cat ears hear the conversation? You can probably hear... Uh, probably not, actually. They're still a little far away. Damn um, it. This okay. is, like, still a good ways away from you. Okay. Just imagine I said it. And I mean that literally. Like, imagine your characters that I said that. Okay, okay, okay. You want to roll a stealth? He says, <clears throat> So, judging by what I'm thinking, I'm sure they probably have a guard posted. We might want to try and find them. 
Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try to be sneaky about this. Right. And when he, after that, he points at you and says, you take the left, I'll take the right. And with that, he disappears into the brush and you don't see him at all. Okay, I'll roll for a stealth. I got a 16 plus 4, a 19. Cool. And, uh, Wait, 16 plus 4? Yes. That's soft 20. Oh, I'm so, I'm, I'm a dumbass. Uh, okay, yeah, soft. Uh, I know math. Uh, yeah, soft, uh, soft 20. I have that recorded now. It's all good. You can always delete it. Uh, no, I'll be humble and, and, and show people that I'm also, uh, f- uh, I also Human. have flaws. Yes. So, uh, you guys, uh, start venturing through, t- uh, Luna and Marin, are you guys going to sit and wait, or are you going to actively start doing anything? Uh, Luna wants to check and see if there's a guard as well. Okay, you want to make a, like, go forward a little bit and make a perception check? Uh, Yours will be a disadvantage, because you don't have dark vision. Okay. Uh, Marin's just going to sit crisscross applesauce and wait for people to get back. Cool. 18. 12. Yeah, 13. 13 overall? Yeah. Uh, and then I think you get an extra plus one to that because you're a bard. Yeah. Okay, so 14. So despite the fact that you don't have dark vision, uh, you just barely make out and hear some rustling in the bushes. You think you see the glimmer against the moonlight of a crossbow bolt that is just kind of jutting out of the bushes. Dirt bow and uh, try and shoot. Okie doke. And at this time, Kazuma, what's your perce- passive perception? It's a 13. Okay. Uh, so you guys, you're guys, you venturing around. I'd like you to make me a perception check there, Kazuma. I got a... Um, I got 16 plus 3, and it's going to be 19. 19. Yeah. So you see uh, Luna, first of all. She's gone up ahead a little bit, and she... You spot uh, just barely. So this is a, at a disadvantage. My bad. Because you no, don't I have dark vision. All right, then I'll do it again. Okay, I got four plus three, so... Forget everything I just said. All right, I got an eight. Cool. No, not an eight. A, a seven. Seven, yeah. You bump uh, against a tree. Not enough to damage oh, oh. you, but enough to be frustrating. So, Luna, what do you want to do? You want to shoot this person? Yeah. Okie doke. Give me an attack roll with your short bow at disadvantage. 19. 14. Okay, and with your bonus, that'll definitely hit. You got these disadvantages on point? Yeah. I guess I'm lucky today. Plus two. So, seven. seven. Nice. Let me do some math. So you hear from out in the bushes, ah, fuck. Oh no, does anybody else hear that? Um, I say Kazuma, def- you, all, you guys all hear it because uh, it's definitely not stealthy anymore, whoever this person is. Um, and then you hear a very, like, wet slice. Wet how? As like... in, like, <laughs> I don't know if that, uh, like, <laughs> As in uh, somebody rasping a blade against something wet. Uh. Luna's now officially scared. Uh, do you see the figure with the crossbow uh, just fall? And in the bush. And you see Barry walk out. Oh. 
He puts his sword away and says, You coming? Yes. Let's go. Uh, Bright Claws, uh, uh, Kazuma. Yeah, you guys can all kind of join back around. Bright Claws, yeah. if you still want to be in the trees, that's perfectly an option. I now will. you finally see everybody. Interesting. And Kazuma, like, steps out of the bush and be like, Damn, girl. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Marin will follow suit. All right. So uh, you guys start coming to where you know the edge of the camp is. Are you being stealthy at all? Uh, I, I'm being stealthy. Cool. Anybody that wants to be stealthy, let me know. Uh, yep. You want me to roll a stealth? Yep. I let anybody that wants to stealth can do so. You can do so also at advantage. An advantage? Advantage. Because it is dark. I got 19 plus 4. It is. That's a lot. I got a 14 total. 10 plus 12. It's 12. I got a 12. 12? And then you got plus 1 for being a bard as well, so I think that's 13 overall. Uh, Bright Claws? Yes? What is your stealth? Oh, I, I assumed I was still using this stealth for a light gone before. Uh, I'd like you to do a different one. Okay. See you play. All right. Um, eleven on the die, plus five, sixteen. And that's with advantage. Oh no, no, that was just the first roll. Let me roll again. Fantastical. Nat twenty. Cool. With a nat twenty, you can easily run ahead of everybody else. Uh, I shall do that. The rest of you aren't as silent as could be, except for Kazuma and Barry. <laughs> but uh, overall, you are fairly silent. Nobody comes to assail you as you trek for 30 minutes. Uh, Bright Claws being up in the treetops, you go head first. You are very, very fast and very quiet. And you can see uh, what appears to be a ritual going on in the campsite before everybody else gets there. Is uh, You see all the cultists, all of them together, uh, standing in front of the fireplace. Uh, in, uh, and then in front of them, like between them and the fireplace, is a deer that has been tied down. Oh, they're um, not gonna like stab it and then do some like they're not gonna like they're gonna like eat, eat its heart or something, right? Uh, you see, its legs have been tied up. Oh, and you see Ozar standing next to it with a knife in his hand, and he seems to be speaking about how uh, Siric demands sacrifice. And until they get to the Abbey, this is what's going to have to do. That, that does not vibe with me, my goodness. Like, I mean, a cat, so like I can appreciate eating a nice animal, for that is what cats do. But this is sacrifice. Yeah, that's, that's, that's bad. So. Elliot, there's a, um, I have a question for you. Um, do you see, uh, at this time, would you would Bright Claws try to find anything like explosives or uh, anything that would cause like you know like a chain reaction regarding fire and or light light with fire? Hold on, let me see what I have on my character sheet. If he's surveying the battlefield, I just was asking if you can see that. I don't think I have any explosive materials. On no, that. I meant I meant like if there's anything in the explosive in the camp that is explosive. Oh, is there? Uh, you can make me a perception check if you want to detect that. And at this time, I'll say you guys uh, 
get to the cusp of the camp and you can see what Bright Claws sees. Uh, but he's up in the tree. You guys, you know, he can make his presence known to you if he wants. But you're all, you all are stealthy. None of you appear to have been detected. You are in here and uh, not able to be detected whatsoever. Um, okay, I got a seven on my perception, so. Cool. Uh, yeah, you got, it's a campfire and some tents and a lot of cultists. Wait, uh, fire? A large campfire, yes. Like mm-hmm. a bonfire. Can Cosmo roll for perception just to see if there's anything like he can use and with his fire breath? Anybody that wants to roll perception can do so. Um, Barry says, I'm going to start going around. And he, start, he leaves you guys again. 10. 18. 18, okay. Plus dexterity or? Uh, perception. So I think that's plus two for you. Yeah. So cool. an actual 20. Cool. All right. Marin? Um, 15. 15? All right. So, uh, Luna for sure, maybe Marin to some degree. Uh, you can see that there is a large tent just behind the fireplace. Looks to be Ozar's tent as you recognize it. Um, you think that you can see a small chest inside there, Luna. Maybe something of value. But otherwise, you do not see anything that could environmentally help you, potentially. Not overtly, other than the campfire. Luna's going to keep that in mind and tell everybody afterwards to go and swipe it. Cool. Um, yes. So, so they're all in a circle, right? Uh, no, they're all in basically a, a group, like a collective right. group, not necessarily in a circle. They're all just in front of the fireplace and the deer and Ozar. All right. Uh, I... Damn it, I really want to say this. Um, so everyone sort of like bright claws is in the bushes around the perimeter. Barry Big Bones is around. He's he's doing a de- sneaking around sneak stuff. Correct. Kazuma looks at Luda and be like, and he does the he winks at her and does like uh he and he um he kind of does like a mimicking of like a scream, and and it's, and he's and kind of like you do your thing. Luna doesn't know what. Uh... Use dragon fear. Oh, I I told you this. I I'm, asked you. I like, this. No, I, I like the idea that Kazuma mimics screaming, and Luna's just like, "What the hell are you doing?" And Kazuma just slaps his forehead to be like, "He's like, and he's like, he's like, dragon fear." <laughs> like, boo! Like, he's like, and and Kazuma puts his stick out, and he readies to blow them up with his big rod. So. Please uh, don't Luna. ever repeat that sentence. <laughs> Luna wants to use dragon fear. Okay, so uh, what is your save for that? Uh, it is the same as your breath weapon save. Breath weapon save. Yeah, it's eight plus proficiency bonus plus con. Yeah, so it'll be eleven. Okay, okay no. eleven it is. So if you want to do your scream, you can definitely get within range of all of these guys. And just let out this giant roar. And Cosmo wants to shoot a fireball while she's doing it to be extra oh, spooky. Okay. Yeah. Um, would Marin and Brightclaws like to do something? Because the Dragonborns are just getting in there. Marin, um, you're kind of hanging out. I mean, you're in the trees. I feel like subtlety is going to be out. So since I'm in the trees, <laughs> fuck subtlety. Would it, be, would it be possible for me 
to get to a position where I could use my tabaxi legs to jump out from the trees, land in the middle of the circle, look I'm to shooting, the, I'm the shoot, I'm, sh- I'm shooting them in the, I'm shooting with a fireball. God damn, I, I, I was about to go and say to him, hello there. Damn it. <laughs> Would it be perfect? Do okay. that while I, no, no, no. Do that if he's running away, do that. Yes. So and here's, then... here's, I will, because I want this to happen, I can, I can give you some leeway. So, um, yes. You can land right in front of Ozar if you get an acrobatics check correct. Okay. And Hazama can launch a fireball that does not hit you as an Ozar, but it will hit everybody else. Yeah. I want to do like the, I want to do like the XCOM 2, like the grenade launcher, just do like a, Move the sphere as little bit away from them as possible. Yeah, but right, yeah, right where the deer is. Uh, Marin. Yeah, I'm still a ranger at the end of the day. I don't got much. Javelin. I only have the one. <laughs> if I use it, I'll have to fight barehanded. So I think I'll just uh, sit this one out again. Why don't you become a druid? My goodness, <laughs> you could transform to a bear or something. Uh, or <laughs> some man just sits down. Yeah, going crisscross applesauce once again. Cool. <laughs> just, okay. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, who who particularly wants to go first? I imagine bright clothes. You want to go first? Yes. Um, I rolled, and I got a fifteen on the die. Well, acrobatics. My acrobatics is the same as my um. Uh, okay. So, I will. So soft twenty. Oh, nice. Okay. I will say that, you know, because you are, you are landing from a, a decent height, you will take a little bit of damage, but it's going to be halved um, if you want to continue with that. It's just a little bit of like, ooh, superhero landing, as is known, is not great for the knees. Um, okay, fine. How much? Two. Just two. Okay, fine. It's worth it for the meme. All right. So... Out of nowhere, just as Bright, uh, just as Kazuma is charging up his fireball, and Luna is inhaling as hard as she can, Brightclaws leaps out from the trees and lands right <laughs> in front of Ozar. And Ozar looks down and just he's about to cut the deer's throat. Hello there. He goes, "What? What are you doing here?" Hmm. What am I doing here? The real question is. What are you doing there, here, blah, to this? Fireball! <laughs> Mid-conversation. <laughs> and, and screaming. Okay, so all these guys got to make deck saves and wisdom... Uh, is it some wisdom saves? I think so. What is it again? Does it say, um, Amanda, is it a wisdom save for you? Okay, so... Um, yes, it's wisdom saving throw. Cool, all right. So all these guys of which there are several, need to make uh, several saves. I'll start with um, this guy. So, and I'll make separate checks for each. I'm going to do fireball first. What is the DC? What is that DC for your um, staff there, uh, Kazuma? Uh, I don't know. Oh, wait. DC 15. DC 15. It's DC 15? Why did I make it so high? You made it. <laughs> Shit. And I want to use I want to use three of them. Well, you can only get off one. Oh, okay. That's usually... And you do I, have limited charges, by the way. Yeah, I have seven charges. Why did I give you this? 
Yes. Wow. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Dungeon Daddy. Thank you, Daddy. I'm not allowed to say that anymore. Uh, yeah, I'll have you uh, stop, please. All right. Um, you're not going to do a Wikipedia reading again? I will if you keep doing that. Okay. Keep going, Kazuma. Keep going. So I only do one charge every 20 minutes with my staff. Uh, that guy also fails. <laughs> I'm going to roll 2d6. 4d6s. Uh, <laughs> these guys do have dexterity, fortunately for them. 3, 4. Okay. What? Why are you rolling so many? It's only two d six. No, it's four d six. No, it's two d six. Oh, oh, no, it's four d six. I'm, I am. Oh, absolutely positive it's two d six. Two d six. Let me double check uh. this. <laughs> because I may have given you something that I very deeply. <laughs> Rat. <laughs> plus, uh, <laughs> plus, plus six fire. Uh, plus with six, forty-six uh, fire damage. I'm gonna check that and hope that's not what I made. I don't actually have it here. Oh shit! Well, fuck me then. I get forty-six. I just got twelve. Oh, good. And okay. plus six, is it like 4d6? So I just do 4 6 plus, plus 6, right? It's just 4d6s. That's all it is. Oh, 4d6s? 4d6s total. I, I'll, I'll do that again because I did 4, I did 4, uh, I did a d6, uh, d4 dice. Yeah. Four. Should be 4d6s if I fucked up as bad as I thought I'd have. All right, I'm going to get these dice out. You, you can, um, do the math about how many uh, how many uh, Luna scared away. And yes, uh, I will also do that. Uh, well, first I'll take the damage to see if anybody's left. Just to see if I didn't center anyone? Yeah. Alright, that's fine by me. So, one, two. I need a couple more dice. Yes, this is riveting podcasting, me looking for my bag. Just um, hearing Marin from, like, the sidelines, like, hey, good job, guys. Can, can Kazuma laugh while he's doing this? Yeah, same work. Like, like uh, Scorpio in The Simpsons. Like, <laughs> I do not know that reference. Uh, I so thought I six. made it two d six, and it's forty six. Uh, so oh. six plus five plus three plus three. So six. Oh, good 12, God. Plus twelve plus five. Seventeen. <laughs> seventeen. Seventeen damage. Why did I give you this? Why did Cut. I make this? Well, I just wanted to do a stupid Call of Duty reference. That's all I wanted with this thing. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Oh, Jesus. Uh, let's see here. Because I just One. laughing like... Oh. He's, like a, he's, like a, he's like a kid in a candy store. He's like... A psychopathic kid in a candy store. He's like a baby with a... With All the candy's on fire. <laughs> That's why Kazuma... When Kazuma was a child, he set up... He, his, mom, his, uh, his mom sent to a petting zoo, and he was never allowed after the sheep incident. After I, the sheep incident. I would... I, I'm gonna just stop this recording. Uh, <laughs> he set I him on fire. I think this podcast has... Oh, never mind. I was, I was thinking of the Welsh. 
You just ate. You just set them on fire and start eating the sheep. Um, how much HP does a commoner have? Not much. <laughs> I think four. <laughs> how many of them are there? So, um, you kill not just the men, but the women and the children too. Oh, no. <laughs> you monster! They so, were animals, and we. Would you like to know animals. how many people you've incinerated? Yes. Okay, one, two, three. Uh, that would be fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen people. Uh, yeah, there were twelve commoners that weren't going to fight you, and there were three people that you've incinerated. Oh god! <laughs> Cut. Uh, what? It wasn't us, was it? <laughs> um, uh, if anybody asks, we'll just say that this is something that the cult leader did in his malicious, evil, nefarious. Cosma walks out through the ashes and fire, and walks. And he just walks with a smile on his face twirling the staff. So you and see, so these people get burned alive behind Bright Claws. And then Luna roars, and one of them, like, looks behind him as everybody's, like, dead. There's, there's literally three people left in this cult group. Um, not including... No, it's not a cult they, anymore. Yeah, no, they, like, the three remaining survivors, they look around, they're, they're like, uh, just terrified. Absolutely terrified. <laughs> Hey, hey guys, uh, can we just do a terrorist attack? <laughs> Potentially. Two of them run into the woods, and uh, you see a crossbow bolt impale one of them through the head. Cosmo walks, Cosmo walks towards the, uh, to the cult leader, and he's twirling the staff, smiling. And You just hear Marin. Marin in the background is just vomiting profusely. He walks over a corpse in, in like the ash and just... Breaks in his feet, and he just looks around and be like, "Ah, uh, power." Ozar looks at you guys. And he says, "What the hell? What? What was that? What? Is, oh my god! You guys are horrible. I mean, I, I, I'm devoted to Syric, but that was bad. That was horrible. I, mean, I wouldn't <laughs> be like that." Cosmo does a draconic tone, and he's like, "This Syric is a bitch. You're." I must, uh, and he runs right at him and grabs him by the throat. Holy crap, man! Like, huh? like that was. I think you just committed a war crime. He lifts him up and he looks at Bright, and he and he bats Bright Claws away, and he's like, and and he and and with all the blood, with all the what he have done, he just has a sense of bloodlust in his body, and then he looks up. And he like, is it moonlight? It is definitely it's a full moon moonlight. Um, is what is what is he what is his expression while I lift him up? Do I have the rolling thing? Bright Claws is also right next to you. I will not stop this. It amuses me. <laughs> oh God! I'm in a team of psychopaths. <laughs> You're coming with me. Hey, I'm possessed. I have an excuse for finding all this incredibly amusing. Plus, I like explosions, so you know. Cosmos, you're coming with me. Uh, I would prefer not to. He puts the staff right in his face. So, uh, yeah, you have Ozar in your grasp, and he goes, I'll cooperate. And Gozma spins the staff, and he keeps in his, and he's like, he's like, and he, he, he kind of just, um, smacks him, knock him out. Um, all right, you just punch him? 
Oh, yeah, just a backhand knock him out. He flops. And, and he, it, claws tie him up. Hi. Somebody get me some rope. You guys, you guys see Barry B. Bones walk out from the forest? He's like, damn, that was, that was cold. You guys didn't even need me. What do you mean cold? It's pretty hot out. Uh... Uh... <laughs> you see him uh, just walk up to, like, one of the cultists just straight up goes into the woods and runs off. The other one is like shell shock, standing in the pit of all of the dead friends that he has, that he's got. And Barry just walks up to him and, and domes him with his hand crossbow. Wait, I just got a great idea. I wonder, we have a ton of corpses and a necromancer friend. I think what I've done is uh, not going to be aren't, easy. These aren't consenting corpses, though, at the problem. Yeah, but they also didn't consent for us to kill them. So, I mean, it that's the out. exact problem. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, Marin? He's just he's well, as I did, we get the vomiting to the side. Well, well, like, what does Luna think? See, Luna feels really sorry for Marin, and it's it's hard to fa- for the fact that Luna wants to be a vegetarian too, except. She's a dragonborn, so she needs to eat meat because that's huh. what their diet needs. Yeah. Well, Kosovo looks at Luna and be like, "What do you think? What if?" And he looks around and it's like, "And and are you going to get after that chest?" Yeah, Luna goes and takes the chest. Okay. You uh, you find a chest. You bring it uh to Marin and say. Uh, Luna brings it to Marin and says, "Want to open the chest?" Yeah, I guess. Might as well. All Hopefully, right, it'll distract well. me from the genocide that just occurred. Kozuba looks. Is there is there a temple? Is there a, 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 a is there an item of Syrac uh, around? Uh, yeah, like a- probably in Ozar's tent. There's like a little uh, like effigy to Syrac, like a tiny little shrine. Anything in that tent, L? Besides that? Uh, no, it's like a bed. Um, it's pretty simple. There was the chest, there's a table, uh, there's his old priestly garments that he keeps around. Uh, that's about it. Oh, Kozuba looks around and he's like, is anything like a picture of Carl around with him? There is a picture of Carl. He, he grabs it and puts it in his shirt. And, All right. and like, just to, because of Carl, because Kozuba feels bad for Carl. And, and he's like, and he looks at the picture a little bit, but like, like son of a bitch. All right, and he sits. In this photo, he's about eight years old, but he still has the exact same fedora, and the same. He has the same face, like the baby face. <laughs> it's the same neck beard face. Ah, oh. and, and Cosmos uh, shoots the fireball into the tent, um, burning the effigy of uh, Sirik. Damn. All right, you guys hear some screams no. from inside the tent. Uh, demonic screams, not human screams. Oh, okay, thank God. <laughs> And Cosma pulls his pants and pees on the fire. Ah, like a mature. Subtle. Yeah. And he pulls and he pulls and he flips this flips a, uh, the the burning effigy of Sirik and be like, fuck you. Like, yeah, that that'll show the ancient god of ultimate infinite power. Yeah, he's a ultimate bitch. He walks yeah, there's nothing like pissing off the god of murder. Yeah, I'm the god of murder Wait, now. Isn't that Val? No, Bio is. Yeah, Bio is. I think Bio and Sirik are somewhat related in some capacity, but I don't they're, know. They're like buddies. I think they're like poker buddies. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, guys. So, these corpses, 
I see one, two things uh, we can do with them. One. What was inside the chest? I was going to open it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll try to open it. Okay, he can open it. I want to watch, though. All right, do you have lockpicking tools? How are you trying to open this? I do not have lockpicking tools. Kazuma has lockpicking tools. I don't have lockpicking tools. Do any of us have lockpicking tools? Barry uh, looks at you guys and says, I can open it for you if you give me uh, half the gold that's in there, if there's any gold. No. So uh, well, actually, and, and Kazuma looks at, Bar- looks at Barry and be like, uh, gold? Just gold. Just gold. I know that uh, Clarence told me that you're on a bit of a tight budget there, so I'll be merciful and not take everything in there, but, uh, you know, I think I'm... I went all this way just to see you fireball a couple of fools, and I, frankly, it's a bit of a waste of my time. I could have done something far more efficient, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, well, you don't get to see someone fireball a bunch of motherfuckers in Kazuma spinning around the staff with a, of kicking up the ashes. I have. I children. Years. Huh? There was children? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure there were children. Uh, uh, well, uh, whatever. Very points at the <laughs> bodies, I'm like, I gotta say, I have not seen an atrocity like this since a red dragon attacked the town. That's, uh, I'm not going to call it impressive, but I'm going to call it noteworthy. And Kazuma just looks at him, like, and he just does the finger up and down his body, like, uh... <laughs> yeah, 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 I've been, I met a lot of kids like you, Buster. They don't last long. Now let's what do you go. mean a bunch of... What are you talking about there? He just puts his hands in his coat and he walks off. No, we won't get the... The gold from the treasure chest. Barry, wait up! We <laughs> to open the chest. I- ignore the dragonborn. We just won't give him anything. If if I can bring attention to an issue with the charred, burnt, crispy corpses of the fallen, we either bring them to the necromancer or we eat them. I don't see. I don't see any other. I think there's here. a third option. You're leaving uh, out. Elliot, what the fuck, man? You keep talking about eating people. But I think there's I'm several human, options you're leaving so out. It's cannibalism, and it's That's, efficient. Uh, it's we're not talking about eating people all the time. What are you like, a llama? Like, <laughs> what, what else are we gonna do with them? That's what you do with things you kill. You eat them. You bring them back to life. I have no idea where I was going with this. Um, okay, cool. All right, all right. You right, can right. have a proper funeral and pay them respects. I guess I'm just. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll have a funeral for the people we just butchered in cold blood. Okay, it's not, blood. it wasn't cold blood. They're on fire. That means their blood was boiling. Uh, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just gonna make a note of where we are. I'm gonna bring it to the necromancer's attention. He can, he can sort this out. I mean, I'm sure he at least has places to bury these people. I have, I have, I have a speaking stone. Okay. Confused because. Kazuma likes meat so much, she thought it, that he would have liked uh, Bright Claus's idea. No, no, he doesn't <laughs> want to eat human. That's disgusting. But the deer, uh, right? Is it, it the deer's the deer's still tied up? No, don't eat the deer. We'll just the deer's, it. Uh, the deer's charred? Is it alive? Yeah. No. Wait, wasn't I directly in front of it, though? No. <laughs> You're beside it, but that fireball definitely roasty toasty oasted it. Oh, uh-huh. uh, Kazuma, Kazuma I'm gonna start eating it. Walks, yeah, Cosmo walks up to the deer as well, and he says, "You and and looks at Luna and Baron and be like, you guys deal with that lock. Hey, uh, Bonesy, unlock it." He's uh he's already gone. 
Oh, okay. You guys, you guys figure it out. And Luna and, and then Bright Claws and, and Cosmo eat the deer together. Yay, group bonding. In this field of charred bodies. Would we be able to, uh, 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 break it? Would a Warhammer be able to break it? Yeah, if you try hard enough. You, you don't have a war. Uh, Amanda, do you have a Warhammer? I have a Warhammer. Okay, if if I can propose another idea, what if we just carry the chest back to our necromancer friend's abode and have him use one of his minions to open it? It's it's a, it's a, it's a couple-day trip there, dude. I, I want to see if I can break it with a Warhammer first. Do you have a Warhammer? I mean, we, we'd still be carrying the stuff inside of it anyway. Oh, so all, right, we... stop, st- uh, all right, well, just let's just open it. Okay, okay fine, fine. So do I roll a d20? Uh, yeah, roll an attack roll with uh, whatever weapon you want to use. 15. Okay, that'll do it. Roll your damage. Five. All right. You slam it down. You definitely make a sizable crack. Uh... It looks like it can't probably take another blow like that, but uh, it's not open. Uh, Cosmo walks up to it and he'd be like, "You need help?" Punch it! Punch it! Punch he, he, Cosmo does the Mortal Combat, readies his fist over it, and then he raises it up and punches it. All right, attack roll, advantage. Do it. Um, twelve plus five, five is yep. this, and. And I will use my D4 because I did say uh, unarmored, uh, un- unarmed. Yep. Three, three plus three, it is six. All right. Bam. The chest explodes and gold falls out of it and a metal rod. Woo! Metal rod. And, and Cosmo grabs Luda and does a dozy do around, like gold spraying everywhere. Maren, you, while the dragonborn run around, Baron, you just want to, like, see what the stuff is. Yeah, I'll, I'll examine this metal rod. Cool, you can make me an arcana check if you still desire. Alright, will do. I am proficient in that. <laughs> 21. Okay, you realize by the make of it that this is an immovable rod. Oh. That's kind of neat. Yeah, I'll, I'll guard that. Is is that good? Immovable rod is what they called me in college. Oh. Oh, yeah. was, that's... <laughs> Sorry, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't resist making an innuendo. Anyways, uh, well, there's also 100 gold in there. A hundred gold. Well, that pays us off, Barry. Yeah, it does. Yeah. 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 Murder solves your business problems. So yeah, money. We'll just split that twenty-five for each of us. No, we'll use it as the great thing, isn't it? Yeah. You can. Yeah, let's use it to. Like you guys are set to be contracted for five hundred. You know this, and anything over that you can keep. Oh, let's just keep it then. I'm sorry about that, Marin. Oh right, yeah. So we'll, we'll all get twenty-five. Yeah, and Cosmo looks around the charred bodies, and he's like. He kind of feels slightly proud, yet like he his his dream. He wants to be a force of nature. I, I wonder see. if there's any gold on the bodies. Not anymore. It's all melted. I'm sure. No, it must be around because uh, investigation. I guess. Yeah. Wait. You want to do a uh, investigation? If you're looking for gold and goodies. All right. Um, Cosmos eating the deer with bright claws. I got a two. Yeah, two ain't gonna do it. Marin, are you looking at stuff? No, I'm just. I'm still around the chest. Cool. All right. So you guys can, uh, there doesn't appear to be anything here. You guys can pack up and go whenever as uh, the, the fire erupts. Fortunately, not enough to ca- cause a forest fire. Um, the grass is still pretty moist down here, but you guys are, are uh, otherwise good to go.
Oh, hey, and Kazuma um, spins around his staff and be like, like, I don't think there's any kids. Like, he's just in denial. Like, there's definitely kids. Yeah, no, no, no. Wait. Is there anything in the tent that did not get burninated? That, that tent is gone. Okay, they, they, I'm just going to loot everyone else's pockets and stuff in general. And I mean, like, the pockets of the people who weren't exploded. So, like, you know, people who got sniped or even one person. So, 19. Uh, 19. Uh, you don't find anything. Anything that they might have had that was of value is uh, burned away. Yeah, fair enough. No, 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 no. I, I was talking about the people who didn't get burned like that. Oh, my got yeah. They don't have anything either. Okay, you bastard. Um, So Cosmo slings the body of, like the the unconscious body of the cult leader over his shoulders, like like it's like a like a you know it's a foxes or something. Yep. And he and he just like and it's tied up. He ties his hand. His hands and feet are bound, and his face and um and and he he gets a and um and he looks around and he asks, "Hey, um, anyone has any like a sock or pair of underwear or anything?" Um, by the way, uh, if you guys had a passive insight, what would it be? So that's basically eight plus whatever your insight bonus is. My insight? Eight insight and proficiency? Yeah. Mine would be nine. Mine will be, uh, mine will be, it's eight? Eight plus your proficiency plus your insight modifier. Uh, that'll be 11. Cool. Yeah, Ozar is not unconscious. He's faking it. Hey, Cosmos, Cosmos shoves a pair of his own underwear in his mouth. Oh. <laughs> I didn't watch that. I didn't watch that in two days. All right. Cool. But why? Wow. So you just started dragging him out? Yeah, he's, no, he's, he slinged him over Cosmos because he's strong enough to hold it, have his body on him. Ozar's not resisting. He's just defeated. Yeah, well, he has a pair of underwear up his mouth. Yep. So is the plan... Cruel and unusual. Sure. It's the is the plan to bring Ozar to the to uh, Doombranger or to the Abbey? This is a modification of my plan. What if <laughs> instead of like fixing up, like oh, we put in a uh, a container, make her open it? What if we infect this dope and bring him uh, forth to the Abbey and just have eat the crystal at him? Yeah, just like use him as a Trojan horse, you know, present him to their leader and then just watch in amusement as a thing infects her from him. Because I'm assuming she's more powerful and the thing must like power. Otherwise, it wouldn't have made me take that crystal. So, you know. Yeah, um, I, 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 have a, I actually don't really want him to die. Mm, yeah, I agree. Okay, fine, I'll take fine. the risk there. And then because it's like I would feel guilty if he gets killed. Oh, that's what would make you guilty? Oh, what? Oh, okay, mister. I sit down and cross my legs and, and jerk myself off there. Okay, what 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 did you do in the fight? Not murder several innocents. They weren't innocent if they were going to, if they f- devoted themselves to Sarek. Sacrifice a deer. A deer? They were going to hurt a deer. Yeah. They were a threat. They were a threat. They they had one second. He kind of puts up his finger towards everyone else. You think I don't? You think this? Is, you think they they would they care about anyone else but themselves? They would have killed us in order to them. It's not. I don't 
I don't, and I don't need some moralizing from some passive, some passive, you know, uh, pacifist we little. Calm, calm down. That seems a bit harsh, but that, how's got this him? And it, and it calls him a smacks Marin's hat off his head. All right, you want, enough. You want, um, roll, you want me to roll? A, you want me to roll? You want me to roll like a like a, a something for that? No, I feel if Marin doesn't resist, he can just slap his hat off and he can put it back on. It is a pretty big hat. He slaps it off and he says, and he and he looks at Marin and be like, you know, if you're not, if you don't have the guts for this, then why are you here? Me petting the the body. I the, hold the, up. I pulled up my book in your face. This is the only reason why I'm here. You know, and and I have my own reasons too. So if you're gonna get in my way, then fuck off. Hey, my goodness, no fighting amongst friend people. Otherwise, I will grab that crystal again, and I will do bad things to all of you. Now then, are we sure that was an actual deer, or was that just some druid they kidnapped? We just ate them. I know. Tasted like deer. It tasted like deer, and it smelled like deer, and it looked like a deer. Then it's a deer. What does druid transformed into deer taste like? I think if if it would have transformed back, yeah, it, it would, and, it, and it'd just be like, oh god, what happened? And then you eat them. Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. That okay, that's it. That, that's it. All right, we're all going back to the abbey, and we're going to drop this fucking asshole off. No, no, and no. We, we need to visit Doombringer so I can have the evil goop extracted from me mm. no we can do that at the uh, at the argon adventuring academy that and is for the plan listen, yeah, the whole listen. plan is to get the goop and then give it to the headmaster no we're not doing that we're just going to go straight back to that abbey and we're going to show this we're going to show them that i'm not a fucking i'm not i'm sick and tired okay, of but we, we still I'm need for crystal we'll do that after so you guys head out that's a bit travel inefficient, in my opinion. Why don't no, we just I, split I agree. up? If we, if we don't have the crystal, they're just going to think radiates again. All right, right, right. How, we'll go. No, no, how about we, we could just split up. Dragonborn, go back. Me. No, no, we'll, we won't split the we won't split the party. All right, we just we'll just walk to the. How about we just think about this and we'll walk down to the uh, the crossroads and you know, on Cosmo. Oh, Ogar to uh, get the crystal. Wait, hold on. Didn't that guy have like? A wagon or something? The skeleton dude? No, we we can't have them in again. All right, just okay. or we are arguing again, and I'm starting to get real pissed off about this. Let's just go back and let's me. Uh, I need to cool off, and he just walks or, away with the or, organ. Could he's a, a a religious guy, right? Would he be able to carry the stone without being possessed? Jose, uh, no knowledge. Can I do an insight check? Uh, he's awake. If you want to talk to him. He shoves the underwear out of. He's like uh, Cosmo's walking away with him. So are you following him? Yeah. He shoves the ma- underwear out of his mouth. <laughs> you want to regret this? <laughs> you know I shit. You know I, you know the, you know I, oh, Cosmo opens the underwear. And he says, "Yeah, some shit streaks in there." Why not? The lady wants to ask you a question. Hello. Uh, oh oh oh. Ozart, would you be able to carry a pink crystal that we need to travel with that turns people into evil tentacle monsters? He 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 gives you like the most blank expression, and he says, "Um, I guess." 
can we like argue about this when we get to the crossroads? The smell is starting to like, I, I don't want to get the ash on me. Um, I don't see why not. Let's uh, see so you guys head off. Yeah. All right. You guys head off. As you guys are going, you can hear shouting from inside the, uh, the forest as you guys are walking through. You take the same road back that you uh, went through, little trail. And oh, no, there are people following us because we burned a whole whack of people. And as you part through the bushes, you see a fedora-clad warrior facing off against another fedora-clad warrior. Ah, shit. He goes, I will smite thee! Uh, and you see Barry B. Bones just, like, look at you, look at the chainmail-clad Carl Carlson, who's got his mace out, uh, that he's wielding like a, 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 a baseball bat, ready to clobber uh, Barry B. Bones. Um, cause of a point, uh, Carl yells at Carl and like, Carl! Oh, hey, what guys. The, what the fuck are you doing? I came here to finally defeat my dad. I have him right here. And, I, he's, and he's like, and he, and he shoves the pair of underwear back in his dad, in, in um, Ozar's mouth. I was our waves, and he goes, "Oh, did, yeah." So you, so you didn't need my help. Nope. Well, this we, we, we killed everyone, so you know. Well, that's okay, because I can smite this skeleton and do my duty. Nope. Don't um, leave him alone. Leave him, we hired him. You, you hired him? Yeah, it was like hundred gold, dude. Like, geez. What? Yes, we we you used the heresy him, to destroy the heresy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see, yeah. I'm like. Go to his knees. He says, I can't believe it. I'm useless. Only somewhat. Well, okay. And Cosmo, like, Cosmo just, like, he, he kind of just feels bad now. And he's like, he rolls his eyes and be like, and he, and he kind of walks up to Carl and, like, picks him up and eyes up to him. And he's like, Carl, you're, you're not useless. I'm not? No. Hey, us carry the stone. No. Luna, Luna. I can be. I I can help carry the stone. No, don't, Carl. Carl, Carl, Carl. Let, let me explain. You're not useless because you remember when when I, we were hurt. You you healed us up, and that time when I had the goo trying to enter my body, you did that spell and stuff. Yeah, you're not useless. You're just weird. You're just unrefined. You're just unrefined. You're like a. What are you talking about? I'm the most refined person I know. What, what, what was he saying about being blessed by Lathander? I'm blessed by Weren't, Don't we have gloves that are blessed by Lathander in order to pick up this crystal? We have a mitts? Yeah. Well. So, he, so Carl could be the one who holds them with the oven mitts. He's like a giant pair of under, oven mitts in and of, his, uh, in and of himself. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Great idea, Marin. What about time? You're not you you're not useless, Carl. You are a pair of oven mitts. Yes. Yeah, oven mitts. Wait, but Yeah, without you, we'll burn our well, I don't burn my hands, but you you'll burn Marin's soft hands or Brightclaw's soft kitty hands. No. Huh? Mm, nothing. 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 So you're saying that maybe a can has to be used. Yes, but yeah. But okay. Uh but Carl. There's something I'd have to let you know. You're you're unrefined, but there's a maybe you could probably work on you know getting better and you know becoming stronger, like me. And he flexes and calls him a flexes. 
he looks impressed. Um, and Ozark, Ozark groans with the underwear in his mouth. He's like, mm. <laughs> Good thing I had that habitary, the heavy vegeta- uh, of, of, uh, right, vegetarian. I'm going to before you finish that sentence. It's <laughs> anyway. a lot of farts. <laughs> no. I'm going to, so, uh, Carl says, so what should I do? So we're going to back to the necromancers. We're going to back to uh, Doombringer and get that crystal back because he, he says it's fine to take it. Okay, and I'm going to take it, right? I'm blessed by the Thander, and his power is going to make sure that I am not harmed. By take it, yeah. we mean politely enter and get permission to take it, not actually go in and steal kind of take it, okay? Uh, oh, it's a negotiation. Yes. yes. You're not going to hurt, you're not hurting Necromancer Grandad. <sighs> He's my Maybe granddad. I'll come back one day when I'm stronger. And uh, listen, and Cosmo stops like right. Cosmo stops right there, and he's like, "Listen here, if you touch that old man's head, I will incinerate you too." No, we just got him to agree. Stop. And Carl points at Mer- at uh, Luna, and she's like, "I like her. She's nice to me." Yeah, she's anyway. nice to ev- she's nice to everyone. Anyways, let's take my dickhead dad back to the Abbey. Uh. You all right? Let's you might well these these two might get triggered if we go back to the Abbey, but let's just. I want by. my operation done. Damn it! I had it scheduled days ago. I need to get that ickiness out of me. Oh, I thought it was the neutering I promised you. I will kill you in your sleep. Oh, I will! I will slay your mom. So Barry speaks up and says, "Are we going now?" <laughs> no. I got things to do. Places to be. You still hanging with us? No. Yeah, Barry. Just, I just was stopped by this idiot. Uncle, uh, Barry, Barry, we, 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 Barry, uh, just go. Carl, don't fucking bother him. He, uh, Barry says, all right, I'll see you around then if I'm ever needed. Here's my card. And he gives you a business card. Uh, okay, thanks. He just, Cosmo just puts it in his, uh, uh, rap belt and he's like, thanks. See you around. Oh. Uh, we have a Gmail? <laughs> yeah, it's go spring our mail. Anyway, I, I also forgot. Uh, Mr. Doomranger told me to give you this when you were back. And uh, once this whole affair was taken care of and assuming that you guys didn't die, and he hands you a scroll. Me? Yeah, uh, well, um, he will hand Merit the scroll. Alright. Says, don't get into too much trouble and don't around, go around killing any more villages. And he drifts back into the forest as Jazz follows him out. And it slowly fades away until you cannot see him anymore. I don't like that guy. Yeah, you, maybe you should go to Argon's Academy there, buddy. Argon's Academy? Yeah, that's where we're from. You guys are pretty strong. You did manage to capture my dad. Yeah, well, thanks to this staff that was you know, given to us by a great and powerful force. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. God. Uh huh. Yeah. There's there's only one God. His name's Io. All right. What do you, you say, heretic? Let's go. The man, the dragon that breathes fire to the universe. Whatever. All right. Um. Yeah. Well, there's a he. We just go back to the abbey and just drop off this because Cosmo wouldn't mind the extra weight on his shoulders, but you know, it's best to just kind of do that and just we go back to the we go back to uh, the necromancer's tower to get the crystal. Cool. So you guys are going directly back to the Abbey then? Uh, yeah, I just drop off this uh, the Necromancer. 
All right. Not the necromancer. Not, not the necromancer. The cult leader. I apologize. I apologize. How far away is the Yappy from here? Like uh, just a couple hours. You guys don't okay, need to fine. stay when you get there. We we need a rest though, because like, I'm getting kind of tired. Fine, I'll allow it. Oh yes, you're the le- you're the leader after all, there, Bright Claws. Yeah, and he rolls his eyes even harder. I am going to beat you, bloody one. Listen, I thought you're I thought you're a buddy. I th- you know that's it, Bright Claws. When we get back to the uh, Argon, I'm going to fight you in Fight Club. I wanted that. It is how we determine who is leader and whom is person who should not be not being nice to other person's friends plan. You gotta establish who's yeah. the dog, who's the sub. Oh yeah, well, t- Cosmo T-poses over Bright Claws. Cosmo, Cosmo sticks his fist out and he says, Bright Claws, when I get back and we go to Fight Club, I will remove one life from you. Just to show that I am I am not a fucking bitch, unlike those bastards from the fucking distillery I worked at. And he and Cosmo stops himself and be like, uh, "Luna, you didn't hear that." And he walks away faster back to the uh, abbey. Yes, yes. And when we get back to the academy, I will acquire power far beyond the average fighter and tabaxi. And you will rule the day that you decided to not be nice to me in every regard, or give me head pats, or perhaps I don't know, find me. Nice, delectable treats. Or... Did everybody in Argon's Adventuring Academy argue like a bunch of bitches? Yes, yes, we do. We we and we just turn around. And Cosmo like turns around. Yes, we're just we're just tired. And I'm tired. Okay, let's go. I indirectly helped kill children. I am sad. <laughs> um, can somebody carry me? I I want to nap. <laughs> Carl will carry you. Thank you, Carl Person. Bright Claws is going to rub up on his face and go to sleep. Adorable. Fan art. Fan art. Fan art. Fan art. Well, please. All right. You guys head back to the alley. Um, I don't have any weird dreams, do I? Uh, no, I'll say you guys are probably good. You will, uh, like, you guys go up to the abbey. There's one dude who's, like, standing guard. He says, oh, you actually did it. Actually, uh, act- well, actually, Robbie, security would have three people at well, all times. Forgotten oh. realms. So, magic coffee. Magic coffee. All right. Don't I? I am the god here. I'm the captain now. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a guy standing guard. He says, "Oh, you guys actually took care of the cold." Yeah, he's right here. Oh, because my drops him on the ground. All right. Cool. Thanks. Um, yeah, come on in. Opens the door and be like, so we wanted him arrested. Yeah, I mean, we'll just throw him in a... We don't really have a dungeon. We'll just like... You don't have a dungeon? I, I mean, thought... no, we don't have a dungeon. This is an abbey. Oh, dungeons are everywhere. It's like, it's it's basically like a, a an industry. No. No, we, we'll just like throw him in a wine cellar with some chains. He'll be fine. Okay, that's that's perfectly fine. Is there a rat? Uh, yeah, I mean, we got, like, a couple. We'll be fine. Um, Marinette, while you're going out, actually, you guys inspect the scroll? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take a peek, see? Uh, you can tell that this is a spell of teleportation. A spell oh. scroll. Um, it is basically usable twice, and you can use it to, uh, it seems to be dialed in right for Clarence's tower. You've unlocked fast travel. Yay! Oh. 
And is it multiple person, I assume? Yes, it will transport all of you to Doombringer's tower and back. Okay. Are, uh, so would, are we staying at this... Are we welcoming in the tower, in the abbey? I mean, yeah. I mean, we're just staying... Can we... We're just staying there for the night? If you want to, you just have a long rest. All right. Um, Cosmo goes to bed right away. Okay. Uh, Luna joins him and compliments uh, Carl on his great job. Yeah, he will give you a thumbs up. Wait, yeah. is, is Luna joining Cosmo in bed? I'm going to stop it right there. Oh, okay. Um, Marin? No, she's, she's, she's in the separate bed. Oh, okay. Yeah. After uh-huh. we read the Bible together. Exactly. Uh, Marin? The Book of Lathander. The Book of Lathander. There's many of them around. Uh, Marin, anything particular? You just having a nap? Um, probably more of the same for Marin. He's still quite obsessed with uh, the uh, his dream from a while back, so he's going to keep on drawing that uh, very tall, devil-like lady. Cool. Um, as of course, like you sketch more and more, you get more and more of the details. Although they're a little fuzzy to you now, since it's been like several weeks. But the more details, the better. Uh, Bright claws? Anything particular? You just go and have a cat. Pretty sure I'm already asleep at this point. Fair so, enough. You know, some just put some. Yeah, I'll just just have Carl put me down somewhere. I'll continue cool. sleeping. All right, you guys go through the night without any problems. The morning rises. The roosters uh, call out. You guys are good to go. It's just a normal day. Cosmos, first thing he does, he practices martial arts even harder. Cool. Yeah. Um, Una will come up to you guys during breakfast and be like, I heard you guys took care of Ozar. Thanks. Yes. Thanks to this staff. And he, Cosmo has this has the has the noob tube with him all the time. Uh, good for you. She takes out a, a pouch and she plops it on the table, says, there's half your payment. Now you just need to give me the crystal and uh, your contract is complete. Oh, give her the crystal. Okay, I'm going to remember that wording. Are you going to uh, kill the kill this uh, um, Mr. Doombrinder if if you if we leave? Well, particularly if he becomes problematic, but with this crystal destroying most of his power, then uh, there shouldn't be much of a need to. Kozuma puts his feet up on the table and he kind of like picks his teeth with his nail. Feet off the table. Uh, he's like, "All right, fine. Just let me let me ask you a thing." What? Why are you? Why like? Are you still ever thought of that saying I told you? It doesn't matter what you learn; it's what you do with it. I mean, yeah. I I seek to reinvigorate the land and make that swamp instead of a dangerous place a nice place for all travelers. Why does it everything have to be safe? She looks at you with like the blank stares. Like you're telling me you don't want the world to be safe. He's telling me you want death and suffering out there? Um, if I may interject, if the world were safe, that would just make us vulnerable to things outside this world, I'd think. Yeah, there is there is a and Cosmo kind of like he's he's just kind of playing with his fork and he's like, you know, there's a thing called um toughing it up, right? I feel like you guys have a lot of toxic masculinity. Oh, it's not really Tell me about it. Oh, and Cosmos is like, no, well, it's so simple. We can't always be coddled. We have to do something to, you know, push ourselves. Well, I push myself to make this world safer. By, 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 by being, by, um, 
just basically giving yourself to a, a higher power. Isn't that right? I mean, yeah, that's how I get my power. Oh, okay. I just find that a little interesting. All right, we'll get that crystal to you, and if you and I'm just gonna let you know. Um, I'm uh, I will I will let Grandpa uh, Doombranger know we're coming. Fine. And then Cosmo walks out like like right away because he just doesn't really want to see her face. All right. And so, are we gonna say something? I am not really toxically masculine. I've just been having dreams about horrors from beyond the veil of time and space. So I'm a bit, you know, I was not trying to imply something. I was just stating the facts. Just a little on edge. Ah, well, I suppose that being adventurous, you kind of go with that sort of thing, as it were. I apologize. I can understand. Yeah. yeah um, speaking of which, uh, I'm going to be having that nonsense hopefully exercise from me soon so uh that should be fun hopefully oh, we can, you'll we can do exorcisms here i can help you with that uh it's not something i feel comfortable doing here i wouldn't want any of the nastiness to bleed over into your safe area but don't worry it should be dealt with and you know eh, we can only hope that we as individuals can come to mutual understandings on our worldview and you know, perhaps I can one day learn a bit of how you see the world and hopefully you'll learn how to see the world from our mind's own point of view. Yes. I suppose that is a good way of handling these things. Yes. Or, um, she kind of like looks in the direction Caswell went off with and she says, uh, she looks to the three of you and says, your friend seems a little more on edge than the rest of you. Is that normal? I mean, he did just kill a bunch of people yesterday. Oh, they oh. were they were heretics to your religions. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Okay, I really do not give a shit about killing her anymore. Like, but she to... says, well, she does look. She goes, okay. Oh, okay, and then kind of like looks a little sad. Says, oh, was it the cultists that fled from us? Very sure. Oh, that's unfortunate. They couldn't be brought into Lathander's light. It was accident. It was not intentional. They were just caught up in our fight with the leader. I mean, this is unfortunate. They were brought into a certain amount of light. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd go far as to say that he almost used them like human shields, but that's just my opinion, my mm, point of view. That's unfortunate. Well, hopefully, Ozark can be brought before the council and made to be trialed properly, and we can go from there. So you guys want to teleport down? So uh, yeah, Marin and Bright and uh, Luna. Anything you guys want to do before you head up out of the Abbey? I can word. No. Oh, see if, see if. Uh, uh, do I get arrows? Can I get arrows? Oh, they can probably sell you some arrows. Yeah. Mm. Never mind. Cosma walks. Does he? Does he see Carl? Yeah, Carl's like. Cosmo walks by Carl and he, and he pulls out a, a he hands him like a picture of that he had of uh of Carl when he was younger to him. Says, I remember when this photo was taken. That's uh thank you. What's I a photo? That. What's a photo? Uh well you see, my uh we had a gnome come by once and he used this oh. thing called a camera. Oh I I never only met a gnome like the last couple months, so they seem pretty cool. Yeah, they are right. They're kind of cute, like you know, they're a little small and they have magic and you know, the uh, wonderful. Whatever your thing is, Ben. Whatever your thing is, but thank you. Uh, I'm in a lot of things now. I just want to let you know. Yeah, I, I let him, and he kind of 
side items is, you know, I left him alive because I felt bad for you. And he walks away outside and, and um, starts, pra- uh, starts uh, practicing martial arts, thinking about some stuff. You see him shrug, put the photo back in his pocket, and he goes to where his dad is held. Um, but otherwise, you don't see much of him. Uh, the rest of you, if you would like to teleport, you're welcome to, if you so desire. He's doing the, uh, is it the teleport scroll is when you open it, it just teleports us? Yeah, you just read uh, it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm all wait, good wait, wait, everyone else. Is, wait, is Carl coming with us? Oh, yeah, yeah I guess you need him. Yeah, he's going to carry the crystal. Okay. He will get set up. He'll join you, all of you, and you can teleport out. Cool. Marin opens up the scroll and reads it. All right. You read it, and a blue hole pops up in the ground. Can Cosmo do a backflip? Sure. All right. How much do I roll? Uh, give me an acrobatics check at disadvantage. Why disadvantage? You'll find out. Okay. Uh, oh, I got 20. Oh. <laughs> I got a three plus my uh, acrobatics is a four, so a seven. Cool. The rest of you just uh, want to walk on in? Yeah, I'll spark. Sure. All right. Mm-hmm. So you guys, uh, Kazuma, of course, goes first. He flops on in. Uh, and then the rest of you just follow suit. You realize that the hole in the floor led to a... Uh, uh, it's basically, it is like the game portal in that the, the hole was in Doombrinder's floor of his tower. So when you go through Kazuma, you don't like quite nail it. You were basically reverse backflip into the floor. Ow! And the rest of you go through normally. It's just kind of like a little disorienting at first. Kazuma picks himself up and be like, Becky is right. I need to get my shit together. Floyd sees you and waves with his, uh, he seems to have lost an arm. Oh, do we have? Oh. Do we have Carl? Yeah, with Carl's us? with you guys. Carl looks like he's on high alert, but he's not doing anything. He's holding his mace. He's just like looking very afraid. Um, Cosmo goes up to Floyd and be like, You lost your arm, buddy. Yeah. Oh. Shame. Oh, I feel bad for you, dude. Oh. I hope you didn't spend that one gold in one place. That's mean. What does that mean? Insulting. I don't know. You can buy. Do you actually have disposable income, Mr. Zombie Man? No. Yeah, see, it's mean. It's culturally insensitive. Volunteer. Well, you can use it to uh, buy a new arm. I'm pretty sure that would be covered in employee health plans. It's a volunteer service. It doesn't work that way. And yes, no. we can actually have health plans. Have insurance. Good. Okay, I'm going to find Doom Brancher now. Okay, yeah. Uh, Doom and uh, Cosmo's like, Doom Brancher, dude, where are you? All right, uh, Doom Brancher does come down the stairs to visit you guys. Um, says, oh, splendid. Oh, you've come. Oh, so good to see you. I was a little worried about you, but everything went well. Yes? Uh, Cosmo gives him a hug. A group of civilians died horribly. Oh, no. Oh, that's awful. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear. Oh, goodness. Yeah, there are like 15 of them. Can you bring them back to life? Not back to life. I can reanimate them. Okay. That's not really my shtick, though. I don't... They didn't consent. They also didn't consent dying, so... Well, that raises a moral quandary that I'm not really prepared to handle. Maybe we could talk to their moral leader and ask him his opinion. 
and come to Well, if he's dead, that doesn't really work, does it? No, no, he's alive. Oh, okay, well, that works. All right, we'll figure it out. Yeah. But anyway, yes, Uh, uh, so so all's all's well. Is Una gone then? No, but the thing is, I have an idea for you, too. And it's caused us to sound and be like, why don't you guys work together in making wine? This isn't, I would be open to it. It's just a question if she's open to it. Well, I think you, I think the thing is, I think, I don't know if she would be open to it, but I think if with the best, with push comes to shove, you um, allowing her, allowing her to have the crystal and maybe that's just a sign of peace. And that means, you know, she could probably relax and understand that you got, you're here in goodwill. Okay. And so, you know, just, so good. Um, I, I'm not um, like I. I am. Uh, I can I ask? Uh, like, does everyone else understand that? I, I guess. Right. I'm. I'm not really good at persuasion rolls. If you're asking me for that one, are you? Yeah, I'm asking you for persuasion, but with advantage. If uh, anybody's going to help you, be like, yeah, come on. I can't really see Amanda, but I'm all right. I'll help. Okay, make me a persuasion roll at advantage. Seventeen. 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 Cool. Seventeen. Wait. I got seventeen. All right, and the and Amanda, you got seventeen as well. I got seventeen plus my persuasion. Oh, that's big. Which would be base. Seventeen plus three, so an unnatural twenty. Rad. So the Dragonborn uh, managed to uh, they talked to uh, Clarence and like, hmm, I suppose that would be a diplomatic approach. Yes, well. How about I give her the the crystal as a measure of good faith? We'd also told her that you do consensual resurrections. Oh, thank you. I I I, I aspire to have my reputation very good, so thank you for that. Well, um, also we have this guy here. His name's Carl. He's going to oh, be yes. the other mint and for other mints for the crystal. Oh, fantastic! Also, um, and I I have a few suggestions for this place if you mind if you don't mind asking uh, listening. Maybe, well, huh? Um, go ahead. I suppose you should have some oozes downstairs and make sure that vault, that vault you have hides. Uh, he's speaking in draconic, so Carl doesn't understand. If if you if you need anything for your lich powers, maybe you can hide it there and use an ooze to protect it. Oh, that's kind of a clever idea, but I'm not so good at wrangling oozes. Or or get or get or get like a displacer beast, or maybe like a or like some cool monster that breathes electricity right there and he's like like he puts he puts a hand on his shoulder and you can all simultaneously tell that it's just like a look of like that's nice dear and he <laughs> he, he he says to you well why don't we go and uh consider that while we're grabbing the crystal then cosmos kind of like he kind of looks like a seven-year-old like a five-year-old talking to his granddad that's exactly what it is yeah he and he looks at the rest of you even carl and he's like jesus but he will lead you guys down uh, and with that, you guys open up the vault. Well, he opens up the vault, and you see uh, the crystal uh, sitting as it ever was, just standing there. You guys all feel a little depressed and sick. Okay, I would like to um, get help from maybe someone dead to hold Brightclaws back. I I grab Brightclaws by the neck. Oh, yeah, come we're on, not, we're not come doing on. this again. We're not come doing on. this again. But it's so. It's, it's, I, I do. I do help action to the undead. Pretty. Okay. I mean, 
if unless Sprite Claws tries to actively escape, the two skeletons will hold his arms while you hold his neck. Yeah. Oh, come on, come on, come on. It's <laughs> good her touching it a bit. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> or am I? I'm actually kidding. Uh them on harder. Speaking of which, uh Mr. Doom Brinder, could you please get this ghibli entity out of me ourself? Oh yes, of course. Absolutely. Um if you want to actually come with me while they're grabbing the crystal, I can do what I can. Mew. Alright, so Bright Claws will go off while you guys are retrieving the crystal. Alright, uh, Carl. It's your turn. And Carl and Cosmos says this, if you can do this, maybe we'll give you a good word to get into Argon. Yeah. So you see Carl, he waddles up to the crystal. You see he takes off his fedora and wipes his brow, kind of Indiana Jones style. You can see he's actually, he does appear to be suffering some kind of uh, malady as he's walking forward. He's going, eh. Eh, eh, as he's walking <laughs> forward. Oh no, Carl isn't immune. He uh he but he grabs the crystal. Uh you see you see tears going down his eyes. Um he collapses to his knees for a moment and then he gets back up and he says, eh, I I don't know I don't know if I can do this, guys. You can do it, Carl. You're the best of any I, I of can us help. to do this. Uh, you're gone. Bright claws are gone. It's true. Damn it. Oil. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, uh, Bright claws looks. Uh, no, sorry. Cosmo looks at uh, um, Carl and he says, "You're not. Did you order the bright uh, the oven mitts?" Yep. Um, Cosmo's like, he looks at you guys and be like, "Is like you guys are a bunch of weaklings." And he grabs and he walks up, grabs the oven mitts, and be like, "I'm tired of this shit." And he grabs the, yeah, I'm going to grab it with the other mitts. Um, I would like you to make a wisdom save for me. Okay. Oh, a six plus, what's my wisdom save? Oh, seven. Cool. Well, you see, when you take hold of, like, you don't, you feel depressed in, like, the regular stuff when you're, uh, when you take the crystal, all that regular doodads. And then you see somebody enter from within the vault, because you guys are all in the vault together. You see a Goliath. Oh. And then you uh you smell something something very peculiar there in the air chasma as the Goliath looks upon you with a look of recognition. And he says Well, well, well. Look who it is. You son of a bitch! And he, and, and, and he grabs his staff and he starts running at him. Alright, and that's where we're gonna end. Okay. Bring us some story and I like it. Ooh, welcome. Ladies, gents, Everybody in between the genders and outside the regular genders, all genders. Welcome everybody to Adventuring 101. This here Dungeons and Dragons podcast, where uh, I, Rob Thompson, Dungeon Master, take these fine four people through Adventuring University. Uh, we are of course beholden our adventure as usual, and uh, we're gonna just kind of smoothly go right into things today, 
joining back in. As usual, I am joined by Stephen Mercer. Hi, it's me, Stephen. I'm playing as Kazuba, and I cry every time when angels deserve to die. It's really good. It's good. Okay. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Noted. And next we have Tyler McElwam. Hey, I'm Tyler. Um, this party is crumbling on our fingertips, and I'm scared something's going to implode. You guys did commit a massive war crime uh, last episode, so it can only go uphill from there. I mean, don't loop me into with those guys. All right, let's make this clear. There's no such thing as the Geneva Convention in Faerun. This is technically true. There's no Turl, there's no Turl, like, war crime senate, nothing. I feel like there's at least, like, some standards. What yeah, are you our, about our, standards? We have, your we actions have... would, look, would be looked down upon. Do you, want to, do you want to go to a school assignment and it say was manslaughter. It doesn't matter. People? What? What was that, Elliot? It's manslaughter. It doesn't truly matter. We aren't to blame. I suppose That's collectively, yeah. Um, speaking of slaughter, transition. Actually, I was, I was thinking of different transition. Never mind. Hi, Amanda. How you doing? It's Amanda Stewart. I play Luna. And Luna right now is thinking, how in the world did this giant, uh, giant, Goliath? Yes, a Goliath. How did this Goliath fit through the chamber doors? (laughs) Yeah, um, you guys are facing off against this random Goliath that kind of came out of nowhere. Mm. Uh, Well, you guys are, I'm not in the room anymore. That's true, actually. Uh, Bright Claws is getting an operation done. And speaking of Bright Claws, hi, Elliot Luke Grace Wilson. Uh, hello, I am once more a cat. Meow. And I shall endeavor to be the cat bright claws in this game. Um, and as we mentioned last time, uh, yeah, you guys are squaring off against what a, a Goliath that the rest of you probably don't recognize, but Kazuma recognizes as a Goliath that killed his father. Uh, and uh, he just kind of popped in while you guys and Carl were... Uh, Acquiring the crystal from the vault. Uh, so why don't we leap right into this action-packed sequence? Cosmo looks back and he sees him and he's like, you son of a bitch! And he just charges right at him with the staff in hand. Cool. So I'm going to tell you what uh, the rest of you see. Uh, Luna, Marin, and, well, Carl. Uh, there's nothing in the doorway. You just see Kazuma grab oh, the crystal. Oh, no, it's the and, crystal. And, yeah, you see Kazuma grab the crystal, go, you son of a bitch, and just start running for the door. Kazuma? Kazuma, come back. I think back. something's wrong with Kazuma. I, I've been waiting for this for years, you son of a bitch. Who are you talking to? The Goliath, the Goliath says, come at me then, show me what you got. He pierces. He tries to um, strike him with the staff right, in, uh, right between the eyes. All right, make me an attack roll. Uh, you guys just see him like just sh- shoving his quarterstaff at the air. Um, and I got a ten. All right, he catches it in both his hands. It's like you need both your hands, you fucking asshole. I, I thought you were okay. tough, you pinky. Ah, uh, no. You made me use only 2% of my power. My father thought you were his friend. Did you fucking kill them? You fucking yeah. killed them. What you, you gonna do about it, Jack? I'm gonna kill you! And he, Who uh, killed he, your dad? 
and he does flurry of blows. Okay. Like, Make me three separate attack rolls. Yeah. Yeah, he you just, see Kazuma just starts spazzing out in the air. He just screams with like a 17, an 18, and a 17. Oh. Um, yeah, Kazuma's just flailing in the air near the doorway. Um, hey, progressively Luna? going out of the doorway. Luna, do you know what's happening? You don't any how do I roll for damage? No, um, because he easily blocks all of the blows with just his forearms. Uh... It's like in Cosmo jump like he 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 notices it and he does a black a backflip back away and he looks at everyone and is like, you don't fucking see him? Uh, I'd like you to make an intelligent saving throw. I got an eight. No, a nine. No, not cool. sorry, an eight. I got a seven, sorry. Seven. Duh, he's an idiot. He's a seven. He, uh... You see three other Goliaths. It looks like this guy has cast Mirror Image. And Cosmo's like, he's like, magic, you son of a bitch. That's cheating. And, and Cosmo walks, like, he, um, he starts cricking his neck. And he'd be like, before I, why did he do it? Why not? Why I desire the ultimate power. There's nothing you could do that would defeat me. Your father was pathetic, and you're even more pathetic, Kazuma. I could just walk out of here. It would be so easy. He grabs his annex, and he throws it out. He, he, he readies it, and he charges it right at one of the mirror images. Okay. <laughs> Roll me a, a, a D3. A D3? Okay. Yeah. The thing is a D3. Uh, do a D6 and divide it in half. Okay. It up. Two. Cool. Um, Just two. You charge Carl. Uh, you guys, well, you guys see uh, Kazuma turns around and he starts charging at Carl with this crystal in his hand. And Carl goes, uh, guys? Oh. So, Kazuma, what you see is you see the uh, one of the mirror image Goliaths uh, stick out his leg and he trips you with, with his arms crossed. Just looking complete like swagger, cocky, like that was no effort. And Cosmo puts his hand out, and he he does a uh, a back does a flip to uh, and puts his and he readies himself again to be like, Avalanche, you son of a bitch! Well, you killed him. Ooh. What did another Avalanche? You see him? And he and Cosmo points, looks at Luna. You remember uh, him? You don't you don't see your friends. You see your uh, three or uh, four total avalanches. Your friends are gone. They've deserted you. Those bastards. D- do I stole the crystal? Yeah. I, I um. Luna's I, gonna try and uh, crossbow the crystal. Sorry, not crystal. Crystal, in hopes of with the thought that maybe if the crystal sh- uh, is breaking and broken into shards, that it wouldn't retain its power. Fair enough. You can make me an attack roll against uh, the crystal. Fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. All right. That does not hit. Uh, oh. You see the Goliath take out a rock, or a dart, more of a, uh, and throw it at you, Kazuma, but you're too fast. Like, it causes my, through my weave, so I'm like, like, you were my father's friend, and you did this. You were my mother's friend, and you did this. And you were also, you were also a great Goliath, and you did this. Why? It's like, you must be something wrong with you. Just tell me. And I and so I can kill you with some understanding and rip your heart out. And he, he attacks uh, He attacks one of them. 
I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lean over to uh, Luna and say, like, do you even know his parents? Like, or this Goliath that he's talking about? Unfortunately, no. Uh, the Goliath killed his father. Okay, but why does like are we? Can, is it uh, noticeable that he thinks that we're the Goliath at this point? I think it's the crystal, so I was hoping to break it before it possesses him even more. Uh, Carl says, uh, why don't you try, let me try something. I think I got something that might be able to help a little bit. Okay. Go ahead. Kazama, you see one of the avalanches walk up towards you. <clears throat> He's got a smile on his face. Wait, what the fuck you want? He, uh, he puts his hand out towards you. Cosma tries, uh, tries to kick it. All right. Give me an attack roll. <clears throat> I got a nat 20. Oh, man. Give me roll your, roll your damage. All right. I'll just do... This is just my, my a d4, 2 plus... So 4 plus uh, 7. 7 total damage? Yeah, I'm doing my modifiers, too. Because you right. do... So uh, just a reminder to the audience and myself is you, for your double damage, is we just roll one damage dice. Double um, that. And double that. that. Add the modifier. Okay. So, yeah, it'll be 3. So it'll be... Yeah, seven. Okay. Uh, you slap his hand away. He seems unaffected, but you guys see Carl go out. Oh, damn it. Oh. Cosma, don't. That's Carl. It's Carl. I try shouting at him. Cosma, you're a coward like that Carl guy. Oh. Uh, and Cosma, like, holds the crystal and throws it at him. Which which one? The one in the doorway or the one that are, that are next to you? The the doorway one. Okay. Uh, give me an attack roll then with a, like a thrown weapon. Is that me or is that who is that? No, it's uh, it's the one that doesn't exist. Gotcha. Seventeen plus uh, f- five. So. All right. Uh, yes. Okay. Seventeen plus four. It will be a lot. So. Yeah, that's it. Um, you can make me an intelligence check or intelligence save at advantage. Okay, and I got a fifth. I got a fourteen. Okay, you uh, you feel a woozy, but uh, the uh, you see the crystal uh, plops down at his feet. He like kicks it away. Says, "Is that the best you got?" And now you're feeling. Now you're kind of feeling nauseous. And Cosmo stands up and he kind of does like and he cricks his neck even and he like and cricks his hands. He's like You ruined my life, you bastard. And he does another flurry of blows. Alright. And what are the rest of you doing at this time? You can make me attack rolls there, Steven. Um I'm gonna try to maintain my distance the best I can. I got a nine, I got a, a fifteen, and I got a uh twenty uh yeah, I got a t- uh, twenty two. Cool. That's, that's all my modifiers. All right. And Luna, what are you doing? Uh, stepping back and trying to hit the crystal again. I do it. All right. Yeah, you can try to shoot it. 19 plus. Well, 19 will definitely hit it. Okay. Um, yeah. Kazuma, give me another intelligence save at advantage. Okay. I got, I got a 17. All right, this time the image of Avalanche fades away and you realize that there's nothing there. Okay, like while he's almost about to do the uh, flurry blows? Yeah, your fist stops midair when you realize that you're looking at an illusion. 
and it just fades away, and he laughs as he fades away. I'm back, you cocksucker! And you turn around, and there was never any avalanches. You see your friends. And Carl. Hey, Cosmo just grabs his horns and just, like... like Maybe where, don't touch the crystal anymore. Where is he? There's no one here. No one here. You didn't see us. him? You didn't see there the was no, giant... There was, there was no one to see. What, where, what happened? Luna tries to explain that what happened after Kazuma used the gloves of healing. Of gloves of healing? Whoa. I mean the gloves of uh the oven mitts. Uh the oven mitts. The holy oven mitts. It's like Ah this fucking crystal. So I tried to shoot it. Did did the arrow do any damage to the uh, crystal? Uh, if you check, it does not appear to have done any damage. Um, it looks like you more have just kind of like managed to break the connection enough by disturbing it that it gave Kazuma's mind the capacity to see that he was looking at an illusion. But just like he's like he's 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 panting and he's like he's just sweating and he feels like cold and he's like ah oh, ah oh, oh good no oh, he's not there. Guy didn't. The guy didn't even felt anything. He just blocked all my attack. He wasn't there. Carl looks over to you and says, "I think you were looking at an illusion, my friend." Yeah, he didn't exist. So even if you didn't hit him, you wouldn't have hit him anyway. Think about it. Well, voice didn't sound familiar though. But his smell though, and that face, and that that smile. Maybe the crystal manifests the worst of our nightmares. Like I started to, th- I thought I started to see my dad when. Uh, uh, I took the crystal, but I managed to resist it a little bit. But you went full of ham, man. Well, you gotta understand this. This this Goliath is not a. It's not a person. It's a. It's a freak of nature. It's. It's like a. It's like a force. Of, it's a. It's unpo- It's unstoppable. Hey, uh, and if it came, if it came here, he would have killed all of you. I think maybe that like I can still take the crystal, but I might need somebody like to help me take a break every once in a while, like. Uh, Marin and Luna, maybe one of you should, like, maybe we can, like, do a little hot potato. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not scared of much, so that should be fine for me. You're not scared of anything? What up, Balding? I got a big hat. Would Detect Action do anything for the uh, crystal? Detect Magic, you mean? Yeah. If you want to, uh, uh, you don't have to roll anything, um... And you can cast it as a ritual, so you don't have to use a spell slot. If you want to just take ten minutes while Kazuma's taking a break. Okay, can I do that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, can I do that? So I should also mention, at this point, Brightclaws, you just, like, have... It's like sitting down in the chair when you're donating blood. You're just having a blood transfusion. Does he get a cookie at the end? He does. He's uh, given some milk. Uh, it's very nice quality milk. Um, <clears throat> he, They have, like... Uh, uh, it seems the skeletons have made sure that you are well acquainted for. They even bring you a fried pigeon. So, uh, yeah, you have a nice time. That Indeed. sounds nice. Yes. So you definitely get a very strong magical aura from this thing. Big surprise from uh, Detect Magic. There, Luna. Uh, what, what you also realize is that this... Uh, Detect Magic, what it allows you to do is, like detect what particular uh, spell like school of magic that is associated with this device. Um, mm-hmm. 
you are fairly confident that this thing has multiple types of magic bound within it. Uh, and it's just a chaos of magic. Uh, well, yeah, it's illusion, uh, transmutation, uh, a little bit of evocation and conjuration and divination. It's like all the schools of magic blended in one. One horrible, chaotic crystal. Luna has to tell everything. There's also... I was wondering if I should do identify, but I don't think I should. You did identify when we were fighting, uh, when we, we did it the last time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to tell, I want to tell everybody what I uh, found out about uh, the crystal. Yeah, for sure. Oh, has a bit of he's rubbing his forehead. He's like, "How about we just put the other mitts between on top of each end of the of the crystal, and then just shove it in the bag of holding." And then just teleport it straight to the uh, Abbey. It might be safer. I think touching this thing directly isn't the most smartest idea. Like, would it be safe for us to put in a bag of holding? I don't know. What does the manual say on the bag of holding there? Don't do that. We should remove everything in the bag of holding first if we do that. I honestly don't know. I don't know how the uh, extra-dimensional forces will... um, mix with this evil crystal of multiple magics so who knows how about we just get a, a stick and just poke it and just roll it in and we just rub it with the put the muffin noise or stairs wait does Marin have any uh 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 notes on this in his notebook that he could use an insight check on i don't think he would i don't think he's come across very many pink magic evil crystals in his time Cosmo's like, you know what? I I, I know what. Let's, let's just go up to ask Doombranger. And Cosmo walks up to Doombranger. All right. You see uh, Bright Claws. Uh, so, while this, as I said, all of this is going on, Bright Claws has basically been getting a massive blood transfusion. Um, so, he's definitely feeling woozy there. Uh, as you get up, you guys see that his procedure seems to have finished. Um, there are several large glass. Uh, like bottles with uh, leather tubes that are like all around him that seem to be exchanging his blood. And you can see that his blood is looks normal. It's a trouble trying to these tubes. Blood um, transfusion. Yeah. Or, or and, blood dialysis, dialysis machine. Yeah, it's like dialysis. He's, he's on a medieval dialysis machine. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you. I just, that's what it rammed in my head. Yeah. Um, and you see that Doombrinder is busy, like, taking one of the blood samples of a supposedly purified blood and uh, analyzing it. Uh, Guys? He's boiled it away. Did you bring the crystal with you? No. Don't fucking talk about it right now. Um, I'm just making sure I don't want anything freaky-deaky to happen. No, it's still down there. We can't touch it. Oh, is there Yeah, I could have told you that. I... It, it looks at uh, Bright Claws is like, you shut up for a second. I just need to tell him something. I and Cosmo's just like, I saw my, I saw, I saw someone I used to know, and and I almost and I and he's not there. I don't. I'm, I'm a little bit sick and tired. Um, okay, can you have a ability to just hold the crystal, and we could just tell, we all could just teleport to the Abbey, and and you could just talk to the talk to Una, and just get us over with, and then we can go home. 
Oh, I have Mage Hand. I could use that. All right, how about this? For use your Mage Hand, we just teleport ourselves back to the Abbey, and that you got, you and Una can talk, and then uh, bada bing, bada boom, maybe work on a trade deal, and then we can go home, and you know, yeah, I can go back to whatever. Oh, okay, not, that works. Yeah, if, I'm just uh, if you can guarantee my safety, I'll take Floyd, and we should be fine. Definitely. He he grabs one of the juice boxes and he'd be like. <laughs> Not not one of bright claws. It's just like a row of them. He's like, eh, there's, a, there's a skeleton there with a, a plate full of juice boxes. Break, uh, yeah, uh, I use all my. Does this restore my key points? Uh, no. Okay, I thought. Okay, that's apple juice. It does that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, this, so, is, this is grapefruit juice. Oh, that doesn't. That just that just works on. That just revives bardic inspiration. That doesn't work. Now, uh, um, and he he just um, can we just. Get this over with. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm seeing a little testy. Oh, that's that's very mm-hmm. fine. Um, he turns back to Bright Claws and kind of the rest of you though. He says, "I I do have bad news." Uh-huh. He uh and he holds up a vial which is now, uh, which he used to boil away some of your blood there. Uh, uh, Bright Claws. Yes. And you see, there is still black goo inside, and it is like it's the bottle is sealed, and the uh. The goop inside is like slurping around like it's alive, like it's sticking to the bottle and looks like it's trying to get out. Oh no, it didn't work. I'm afraid that blood transfusion and what I can offer you is not powerful enough in order to exercise you, my friend. And I don't really do exorcisms in in the regular sense. And I don't think this is a demon or a devil possessing you. So I think you're a little bit out of luck. I, I'm very sorry. Cosmo looks kind of. Cosmo's like, you know, we ha- a beholder couldn't figure out what was going on with him. This is most troubling. Yeah, we have a beholder as a mage teacher. And he looked at him with a magic. He, he he right? Like, did he look at you and checked you out or anything? Um, I this is a few episodes ago. I mean, if he didn't just, I don't know much about Beholder, but I'm thinking if it couldn't just instantly suss it out, then it must have been incredibly powerful anyway. And also, when you fell off the window and the and you went to the cleric staff after Luna basically saved your life, they didn't recognize anything after they checked you out. Exactly. Yes. Um, whatever. So good. Oh, uh, um, could you purify all the blood you've already extracted from me? Or boil it away. I don't want it, but I do feel like we could use a slime for recreational purposes. Um, I don't know. If that's entirely safe, but I mean, I've done all I know how to do with medicine and magical medicine. Um, I've tried to run your blood through filters, but it appears, um, through my knowledge, at least from what I know, uh, it's not necessarily that. Your blood is like this stuff is in your blood. I think this stuff is your blood. So wait, if can I just speak as Stephen? Yeah. Uh, technically, you're saying that this is inside Bright Claws's bone marrow. Yeah, he's he's basically saying that uh, this thing is a true blue symbiote with you. So it is it's like. In his white blood, it is in his bone marrow, which can, which where his blood and his white blood cells come from. In uh, in some mention of the word, yes, he says yes. Yeah, if I, I, I've looked under this under a microscope and everything, and done what I can, 
And to my best analysis, um, what I boil away is just everything else other than, you know, like, you know, the water and the plasma and everything else in your blood. But I think your the actual blood blood has been overtaken. So he's basically a symbiote. He is what pregnant. He's, he's the one who's pregnant and caused my point. Like he's like he he realizes he made a mistake. It Marin wasn't pregnant. No, no, he was he's, not, he's, he's not pregnant. There's nothing pregnant. growing in him. It is something growing in him. He's pregnant. No, no, no. <laughs> um, what I'm thinking is that whatever you were infected by seems to have spread throughout your body and formed some kind of symbiotic relationship with it. Mm. Or parasitic, except it's, um, you know, it's not necessarily a detriment to you normally, but it, uh, unless you simultaneously lost all of the blood in your body at once, and then had it replaced with somebody else's blood, then I'm afraid that you're kind of stuck with this stuff. Hey, but could it be giving me a craving for the flesh of other sentient creatures? Um, I don't know. Okay, that explains a lot. Um, so what would happen if I got bit by a tick or a mosquito or a vampire right now? Because... I, I don't want to worry about demon bugs. He scratches his head and says, that's actually a very good question. Um, Especially the vampire thing? That would, be, that would be an excellent question. I'm honestly not sure. I believe we wouldn't want to deal with a vampire infected with whatever this is. That would be funny. That would be badass. Yes. I don't um, think we would want to fight it. Uh, uh, well, can we just go to the... Uh, I know, uh, can we just let... Bright Claws rests back up and we can get going. I know that this seems very exciting, but we can probably figure this out during our adventure because we, we, because it just seems somewhat, you're kind of screwed there, dude. Or I don't mind. This just means that, wait, does this black slime, can it only get out after everything else in my blood has been purified or does it just exist in my blood naturally? It appears, from what I can see, that uh, it appears to be dormant when it is just acting as your blood. But when I boil out every single thing, um, apart from what is just the detritus that is left, the paste is the black goop, and he shakes around the bottle, is what is left. So it appears to be dormant until it is, um, how you might say... Well, awoken. If it's uh, uh, if all of its defenses or or it's brought to light, basically, if it's concentrated. I see. Um, hmm. What are you going to do with that jar of it now? I mean, I don't really know. I can't. I don't really want to put it in my garden. As uh, I'll, I'll I take it from you. Oh um, no! 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 I think right. You're you're crazy. What? Why are you freaking out? The stuff's literally everywhere within me. If I wanted more of it, I'd just cut myself, drain blood, and boil it over a campfire. Well, it's why not don't like. I... Oh. Why don't I put it in something a little bit safer first? Okay. Yeah, and he he goes out and he comes back with uh what appears to be a uh some kind of ceramic jar, 
Uh, and he says, this is a magically sealed jar unless something uh, is, uh, unless it is attacked by a magical weapon, then it should be indestructible. And it can only be opened with the command word, open. And then, he, and then the jar opens slightly and he slams it back down and says, close, close, close. And it closes. It, it seems like you just have a, it just seems like you just named a, a gate, gate. Like, yeah, all right. Um, all right, well, I, I'm, by the way, uh, just, and he speaks in Draconic, it's like, it's like, what did, uh, what's, and it's just, sorry. He, he just seems a little like confused with everything. <laughs> well, Luna, do you understand this? Uh, no. No. Are we in there? I thought we were still downstairs. No, like you guys with, are all uh, in the infirmary. Oh, gotcha. Cool, cool. Um, okay, but so yeah, how how did you guys fare with the crystal? Did anything weird happen? And Cosmo just like he's like, "What did I just say? I thought I saw someone who killed my dad, and I it wasn't I there." Mean, that's what happened to me when I had the crystal. I didn't see any illusions. I just tried to do the thing with it. Um, well, I didn't lick it. That is true. <laughs> this is very true. Like I didn't like. I don't know. Like I didn't like. What do you want me to do? Just like I uh, like. I just okay. grabbed. Wait. These, these elements are defective. Hold on. The black stuff came out of me when I stabbed myself with that crystal. So couldn't that mean it might also be reactive to negative energy? Um, I can attempt to cast some negative energy on you, um, and I, I would apologize in advance, of course, but I can ensure that a healing potion is brought to you right after. Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, apologies in advance, and he will cast Inflict Wounds upon you, if you just let it happen. Yeah. Uh, he does a total of 18 points of damage necrotic oh. to you. You can feel your... That might actually take seconds. me out. Okay. Uh, he will hold back then until you're... So you were... What's your hit points? Um, it's, Hold on. Uh, the phone which I gave my character sheet on died. Um, Oof. What's your max uh, hit points, basically? Uh, Not above 18. Okay. You were knocked I, unconscious. And he goes, oh dear. Oh no. Um, Wait. I'm unconscious and he just gave my body negative energy. You're fine. You're not dead. Okay, good. He goes, oh, I'm going to oh, try to sh- get possessed or something. No. He goes, oh, oh dear. He immediately brings you a uh, uh, a healing potion. He healed back up to normal. Just, I'm so sorry about that. That's um, all right. Uh, so I'm just fine then? Yeah, nothing happens. Meow. That is very interesting. And uh, I'm not being a... Hmm, maybe if I touch the crystal again, I'd understand it. I don't think that's a good idea. Why don't you, and he, like, shoves the ceramic jar into Marin's hand and says, I think oh, we God. should just, I think we should go. Yes, let's just get going. Let's get going. He goes, um, I, might I have those oven mitts? Yeah, he calls my hands and they have a mitts. All right. He kind of, like, looks like, dangles them like they're the grossest thing he's ever seen. And then he uh, uses mage hand to put one of them on the mage hand. Um, and, and what does Carl think? Carl is looking at him furiously. He's like foaming at the mouth. Cosmo looks at him dead straight from the face. He says, "If you touch him, 
I'll break your freaking hand. I want to kill him so bad. I'll kill you. Fine. I'll uh, kill you dead. But he will go downstairs and pick up the crystal. He seems unaffected. Uh, with Mage Hand and the oven mitt. It says, all right, shall we? Yes. All right. All right. I'll open up, all right. I'll open up the scroll and begin to read it. All right. Uh, Floyd will also come with you guys. Cosmo, Cosmo's like with hanging out with Floyd. Yeah. So uh, y'all join hands. Yeah. Yes. All right. And Bright Claws, you're mm-hmm. back up to normal health. You're all good. Huzzah. Um. Okay. Cool. I am. I guess. Huh. I have evil demon monster stuff in me. That was very concerning. Well, does Marin have Dracon? Does have he have a uh, demonic blood? I have some sort of uh, demonic essence within me, but I don't think it's actually in my blood. Okay, more like. Isn't that what he said? Doombinder said. Yeah, it's basically like it's a demonic possession, but you don't really feel possessed. Yeah, but you're not like actually possessed. It's it's complicated. Mm-hmm. And just to make it clear, Marin is not looking to get rid of this thing at all. Sweet. Um, on that, so yeah, you guys, uh, the portal opens on up, uh, and you guys can hop right through. All right. All right, Cosmo does the, uh, I know people don't like references this much, but I really wanted to do this one, was the disc, dis- panic in the disco and he climbs up the building. He kind of does that, like, he steps his foot over and tries to see if he, he wants to try to, like, do a cool, like. Oh, the, yeah, the, like, 2D transition kind of thing. Up the building. Yeah. High, high hopes. Yeah, that one song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You do that perfectly. That's more of what this is meant for. Yeah. And he, like, Cosmo's like, that's, oh, that's how it works. Cool. Yeah. And after you read the spell, Marin, the scroll disintegrates. All right. Uh, and with that, you guys pop out on the other side. You see uh, one of the guards there with a the crossbow just kind of hanging out. And he looks at you guys and says, holy crap. And he points his crossbow. At you. What did you, what did you bring him here? I, I grab the crossbow and bend it. No, he's up on the wall. I said he's with us. We're here. We're here for a, a diplomatic meeting with the abbess. Okay, you stay right there and you don't move. I'm gonna... That's fine. Um, Una comes out after a couple of minutes. You see that she is fully armored and equipped. And he goes, "What's the meaning of this?" <laughs> uh, we're here for a uh, like Luna. I think you're better at this talking thing. Uh, Luna tries to persuade Una not to harm Doombringer. Okay, you want to just like be hey, no, he's cool. Give me a persuasion. Yeah, check. and persuade him. Yeah. Okay. 19. All right. Uh, I 19 think plus. Uh, it's your charisma, and if you're proficient in persuasion, that's another plus two. Uh, charisma plus three and persuasion is four. Okay, so you got a total then of, you should have a total of plus five. Are the yeah. bards get expertise? Yeah. yeah, but only on the stuff they're not proficient in. Yeah. Oh, no, Jack of all trades is what they're not that's proficient That's different. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you should have plus five then overall to the to your persuasion there, Luna. So that's okay. pretty good. She she looks at uh at you up and down. He says, "All right, I won't kill him." 
Why have you brought him here? Well, we thought he was the only way to get the uh, stone here safely, and also we thought that there may have been a more peaceful way since you said you just wanted his powers to be, that you just wanted to ha have his powers gone because what we, powers gone, so what we thought you, you might like is if there was a peace treaty between you two. Cosmo looks at her, but, at Luna, and says, and don't forget about the baby work together in the wine industry. Oh, yeah, and she tells her, uh, her about the wine and how they could work together. And you hear uh, Doombringer say, yes, yes, quite. I think that we can most indubitably have a, a wonderful good time and ensure that all is well. Uh, I, I don't seek any combat. And Una looks at him up and down and says, um, what does she think, I wonder? She she doesn't say anything. She's just continuing to look at him and says, this would be a complete violation of my appointment, my faith, and all that I believe in. I appreciate the sentiment, but I I simply can't work with a necromancer. Oh, fuck off. Well, fancy. Like, no, no. Like, Cosmo just rolls his eyes like, fuck off. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? No. He is, he is trying his best, and you fucking just, you fucking asshole, sons of bitches, establishment always seem to want to step on him. This is not, you You. You can't just look past this. this. This old man, this kind man is trying to, like, offer a piece, and you just, you spin on his face like a goddamn prick. You, you, this is really fucking frustrating. Get your head out of your ass and listen yeah, to him. Yeah. No, listen to him. He is trying to be nice, and you do you do this. What what kind of followers of Lythant of any good religion does just this this bigoted bull fucking bullshit? Get your ass out of your head. She looks at you intently, and she kind of scratches her head and says, "Hmm." I might have to communicate with my boss. Communicate with your boss? Just stop being such a fucking coward. <clears throat> I am so no Doombinder coward. Doombinder is offering, like, the crystal um, himself. He's not um, asking for anything in return here. Uh, you see the mage hand float over and plop the crystal right into Una's hands and uh, Clarence does a little bow and Una looks quite shocked. Uh, first she feels a little bit sick and she goes <clears throat> and she plops it on the ground kind of get, walks away from it. She sets away from it and says, what kind of vile magic is that? Luna tells her about the uh, Una about all the different things she sensed when she's dead uh, detect magic, was that? Right. And, yeah. And identify, yeah. She looks to... So good. She went through the whole gambit of, of screening through it. Right. And uh, Clarence will reinforce that he's got no idea what it is. Um, and he will, like, back all the, up all of your guys' claims. Even Carl will, like, add to that statement of what happened to Kazuma. He goes, yeah, Kazuma went nuts, man. It's just not good. 
And Una will look at it and says, hmm. I would like you guys to make me a persuasion roll, one of you. And uh, you can have advantage if uh, you guys are going to, somebody's going to step in and help. I will help Luna out. 20. 20. Hey. Is that a nat 20? Yeah, 20. Nat 20? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Perfect. Oh, Amanda, I love you. Quick. Musical number. Persuade her with the power of music. We can like oh, I love that idea of a musical song about why this crystal is bad mojo and you all need to get along. Oh, make friends together. Does it matter who you what do you do? You know. Just like Yeah. yeah and, why can't uh, we be friends? Why can't, why can't we, we be friends? Why can't, why can't we, we be friends? Why can't we be friends? You didn't you know copyright struck because you guys are too oh, good. Oh shit. Uh uh. Shoot. Um, okay. All right. She, you see a tear get brought to Una's eye, and she said, "Well, you know what? That's actually not a terrible idea." She will ask Clarence to pick up the crystal, and she says she can't permit him inside the abbey, but she, uh, she says that maybe they can. Consider working together. Hey, Cosmo! Cosmo just relaxing, and he's like, huh. Huh. "Luna, where to go?" And he and he um he does like the light bump on the shoulder. It's like you want to you want heck of a heck of a girl there, huh? Yay. Says why don't she uh, says let me go get something a little more heavy duty to uh, put this crystal in and then we can then uh, I'm willing to you know maybe we can start talking. You know some of it didn't do anything. Um oh damn I'm sorry to hear. She uh, goes back and she you see that she has a, a a white box that is decorated with symbols of the sun, and she has Clarence plop the that thing back in. Uh, you see it perform some sort of magical rite, religious rite on the box. And that feeling of unease and sickness that you guys have been feeling probably for a while now just vanishes. We see that uh, Una Great. sweats a little. like she That definitely took a lot out of her. But she picks up the box, puts it under her arm, uh, and says, Well, I suppose uh, that would be the contract then. Finally, Mark, for having a a a, a pacifist. Uh, uh, we got ending. pacifist ending. Yeah, we got everybody yeah. like uh, that. I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't <call laughs> you hear Ozar from like the back. <laughs> no. Yeah, I wouldn't call it quite a pacifist ending. <laughs> Perfectly balanced. I, yeah, but like for good ending. This is the good ending. Yeah. Hey, can we all go back to the academy now? I'm missing cheerleader practice. Okay, yeah. You're going to get paid first, though. Um, you guys are... Uh, yeah, before you go, though, um, Una will invite the rest of you in. She says, you know, she'll start talking with Clarence. She'll give Clarence a sending stone, and they can start communicating. But uh, she will otherwise invite the rest of you guys in. And uh, Floyd will give Kazuma a high five with his remaining arm. Okay, high high five back. Thank <laughs> you.
hey, sh- don't forget, um, uh, don't forget the right dude. And he and he looks at Cla- and he looks at um, Doom Brian Cherry and says like, I'd I'd rather hang out with him because I don't want him to feel alone. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Floyd is a Floyd's a good fellow. We we take good care of him. I do need to find him an extra arm though, but it'll be fine. Um. Well, you can't enter the app, right? Um, no, I'm afraid not. But uh, you know, in in time, in time. Well, I don't want you to leave you alone. Oh no, he's, not, quite all, yeah, he's not alone. He's plenty of Floyd. I have Floyd. Well, okay. Well, um, maybe you should teleport yourself out sooner. I just don't want. I just don't want you to get caught by an owlbear or something. They sneak up on you. Okay. And in um, cause. Sorry, go ahead. So he just wants me to leave, right? Uh, yeah. They, they basically, I mean, uh, Una will invite you guys in to actually give you guys your stuff. All right. Um, Kazuma kind of feels a little uneasy leaving Mister Doom uh, Doom Ranger alone, but he's like, he just says, uh, "I'll write to you, okay." All right. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, as as always, please uh, please do. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks. Um, and, also, um, sorry. Go ahead. Um, if you have any books, this can I borrow? Feel free to send them. It might help me out with my studies. I'm and he's cause of a smile, like a little bit crooked. He's like, I'm not really doing good in school. Oh yes, most quite. And I'll I'll do a little research and see if I can find anybody. Uh, or anything to help you with your predicament with your two friends. I'm apologize I couldn't do more, but I'll I have a couple of contacts and I'll send Barry to go and look for some things. Okay, just I just yeah, um, and also I'm yeah, I'm sorry for all the crazy things happening in your house. It's not. Nice. <laughs> it's the most excitement I've had in a while. Don't worry about it. All right. Well, uh, keep in touch, and he just le- walks away and follows behind Luna. All right. The rest of you guys say goodbye to Clarence in any particular way, or are you just going to wave on? Um, I'm going to sort of go, go one-on-one with him, and I want to confirm some things about my um, demonic possession. Okay. Uh, any particular questions you want to ask him before he leaves? Um, does he know anything more about it than what he's already told me? Like, uh, of what type, like the possible origins he's not sure of the origins but uh he feels like um that it kind of seems like basically like i said it's likely possessed by a demon or devil but there's no actual like spirit of demon or devil inside you um and it's not necessarily in your blood it's just kind of like intertwined with your soul I'm going to ask him if it's possible to harness this power like what Bright Claws has done before. He says that uh, he's not sure because he can't really physically see your ailment. Like, Bright Claws' ailment is a very physical one uh, that is visibly a part of him. Yours is more spiritual. Uh, Can I, as Steven, ask Tyler a suggestion? What's that? Are you... Would you... would? Brightclaw show the photo, the drawing he was doing of that, uh, the the demon lady. Have I shown Brightclaw's that? Uh, the the necromancer. Have I shown the necromancer that? Yes, as Marin shows the the drawing that he did of what oh, okay, the lady. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's uh, what I want to yeah. like. 
That's just a suggestion. You can take it or leave it. I just thought oh, no, of that. That's a decent idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll ask Doombinder if he's seen anything like this before. And I show him the various drawings I've made of this demon lady. Okie doke. Let's see if he knows anything. Oh, shit. That's a nat 20. He goes, oh, yes, um, I do believe that might be one of the uh, major devils of the Nine Hells. Oh. Yes, I, I, um, the, name, the name escapes me uh, at this very moment, but I, I'm quite positive that that is one of the devils who rules over one of the levels of the Nine Hells. But devils aren't really my thing, so it's, you know, it's, I'm a little off on my knowledge of it, but yes. Marin's curiosity has now peaked even more. He has a grin across his face at this point, and he vigorously shakes Doombinder's hand. He's like, thank you, thank you so much. This is a great amount to go off of. Oh, no problem, my boy. Just, you know, be, be careful. I ignore his... Uh, I ignore his advice, and I walk away towards my allies. Awesome. Uh, Brightclaws, Luna, you given any uh, anyone to ask anything of Clarence before you go? Or are you all good? I'm good. Um, I'm going to ask him if it's necessarily wise or whatever to try and harness this power of Eve, no, the, the whatever inside of me for magical nonsense. He says that uh, it will, if you concentrate enough and you kind of learn how to do that, then that is very possible. Um, whether or not it's safe, he has no idea because this stuff is inside you. And like when it's an external thing, it seems to be able to have its own sentience. But while it's inside you, you seem to mostly be in control of it as long as you're not like... He says that uh, it appears that the crystal in your blood might be in some way related from what you keep telling me and what I've researched. Um, so anything that's kind of like that, maybe you should avoid. Okay. Um, and yeah, uh, that's that's all he has to say. So we're 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 all done with him. Yeah, he will uh, wave goodbye. Um, you guys can uh, keep your sending stone with him, though. I uh, keep it. Yeah. So he says, you know, if you ever need to get in touch, don't be afraid. You know, I'm just mostly gardening, anyways. Um, husband do. Husband does the like the telephone hand. All right. He uh he does uh he opens up a portal in the floor. Floyd jumps through first, and then he uh very calmly climbs through and he does the Terminator thumbs up as he goes through. Ah, cool. And uh, are we are we in the Abbey now? Yeah. Una takes you into her office and she plops down 250 gold for you guys to take. Wait, we didn't get, we didn't get the gold from, uh, from, from Mr... We get the gold from... Uh, oh, from... yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, he would totally give you that as well. Uh, okay, thank you. All right. That's your award. Uh, which is 350. All right, yeah. thank you. Yeah, my apologies. But uh, yes, you would actually absolutely receive that. So uh, yeah, you guys gain all that gold. All right. And so we we all like, so we go see the, the, the we get the gold and we're, and Cosmo's like, nice. Um, you see Una, she uh, put 
she see that she seems to have a floor safe in her office, and she opens it up, and she plops the box inside and seals that up. And then she covers it back up. She dusts off her hands and says, All right, well, that is officially your contract completed. I have to say, I'm impressed that you managed to get through. And um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, thank you so much for your, for your efforts. Uh, we will be sure uh, to put in a decent word. Uh, I'm not exactly impressed with your violating of the contract and having to change it, but you got everything done and more in the end. So I do appreciate that. Thank you. Kozma just like um, plays with his fingernails and be like, yeah, another day's work. All right. Well, uh, I bid you all adieu and please uh, uh, have Please never return. <laughs> please never return. Um, no, it says uh, good luck to you and your studies. I hope it all goes well. All right. Carl? Is Carl coming with us? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, you see Carl, he's got his fedora up to his chest, and he's crying a little bit by the time you guys get out of Una's office. <sighs> Wait, what's wrong with you? What's that, that thing coming to your eyes? You guys are leaving. You guys oh. are the only friends I've really ever had. Oh, Carl puts, Cosmo puts his shoulder in, Cos- in Carl's hand, and he, he kind of cringes a little bit, but he's like, you can come with us if you like. Will, will they accept me? They accept and us. They accept, they accept us. They accept us. They yeah, accept but you guys Bright are cool. I, I whispered in, in Carl's ear, they accepted Bright Claws. Okay, yeah, I'll come. I didn't even like sign up. I just wandered into it. I still don't know how I got signed up, to be honest. Yeah, we're all kind of confused. <laughs> Well, all right, I'll come and join you. Well, you can't really join the Oracle Pod, but there's there's other people out there who will be loving to help you. Uh, maybe, like, is there, like, an application process or just kind of show up? Uh, a little bit of A, a little bit of B. All right, a. I can do that. Let me go yeah. grab my stuff and say goodbye to everybody. Be uh, like, okay. like foreign exchange, some sort <laughs> of foreign exchange student from the Abbey to learn the ways of... An academy of learning and university. Yes. I wonder if it would be a good idea to see if we could get Carl as an extra member on our team. Kozuma shakes his head like to Luna, like, no, I will kill you. Don't (laughs) give him that idea. (laughs) Like he says, I look like, don't, no. (laughs) He could be our like sixth ranger type person who like comes in at the last minute of the adventure to save the day. And does not interact. Hmm. What does Marin have to think? What does Marin think of that? Well, bringing Carl like into our team. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> I don't need any godly figures to be making me sick this whole time. I know he does make me sick too. He doesn't. No, no, no. Like he literally makes Marin sick. He smells like watermelon. That too. Yeah. And- so Cosma waits outside with every, we all wait outside until he comes back. Uh, yeah, it takes about an hour for him to say goodbye to everybody. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, after a while, he does come out. He's got a backpack. He seems to have a, his backpack pretty heavily loaded up. You see a, uh, what appears to be some kind of paper book flop out, thin paper book. Uh, looks a little like a manga. 
And uh, yeah, he says, "All right, let's go." What, what is what is because because can can Cosmo see what it is? And I'm gonna tell you right now. You know, it's one of those not safe for work scrolls. Oh, wait. Can I can I roll a history that Cosmo would know it? Uh, yeah. I got a I got a five. No, you don't. This seems to be a, a an older issue. No, I think Cosmo would not know a newer issue than an older one. Well, it's an older issue that you don't know. So how about that? Probably has a weird. It's probably like a subsection of something. Okay. Yeah. And it's like Cosmo's like, wait, you said you don't read those. It's 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 fine. It's fine. Yeah, I, yeah. I I also have a week. I have a, I have a monthly subscription to uh to graphic novels too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just don't don't tell anybody. Let let let's just go. Let's just go. Okay. Well, so I'm trying to start a conversation. He seems so private about it. Um. All right. Like, can we get going? Yeah, you guys can easily teleport. You read your note, and you guys are you teleport back to the academy. Hey. So you guys are Star Treked away to uh, from the grounds of the Abbey, and you are landed back in the academy with Carl Carlson in tow. Uh, you arrive in front of the school, like the entrance to the school that you guys originally came in on um, before all of this all happened. Yeah, and you see many people, uh, a couple you see a handful of people that are coming in from their exams as well. You see the Valcor 4 and Tim the Destroyer's party uh, port in. Uh, the Valcor 4 ignore you, but Tim the Destroyer's party will wave happily at you guys as they go in. Uh, uh, Tim, um, Cosmo looks at uh, the Valcor 4 and is like, yeah, fuck you too. And he goes up to uh, Tim the Destroyer and be like, Tim, buddy, and gives him a hug. <laughs> How you doing? And he hugs oh. you, and he almost breaks your spine. Oh! <laughs> Can I heal me with a with a healing of um of of affection? Yes. Yeah. I, I, oh, my back. Oh, oh, that not there. Oh, sorry. I'm just really happy to see you. Anyway, he looks at the rest of you guys. Says, "Hey guys, how's it doing?" What it's was your? Great. We just negotiated peace between a necromancer and a and a, and a whole religion. I'm so glad to hear. That's excellent. Oh, peace was always a great option when you had it. We unfortunately didn't get that option, but what are you going to do? What did you do? I incinerated a whole cult. Because of a smile saying that. That's awesome. And he, he gives you a high five. I give him a high I give him the predator handshake. Yeah. It's like, all of them. All we, of them. Uh, we have to uh, capture this... Uh, magical prank crystal of some sort from a deep dungeon that somebody wanted it. So we got it for them. So what uh, now? Wait, what, what, which, who, who Wait. wanted it? So we have the same thing too. Oh, wow, really? What a coincidence. Yeah, they wanted us to kill a necromancer for one. Oh, we just had to traverse through a dungeon. We had to fight a bunch of uh, kobolds and lizard folk. Uh, we had to kill them all, sadly. Like they weren't, they weren't negotiable. That's, but what you gonna do, right? But we managed to get it for our employer, and now uh, he has it. He was a nice guy. Um, guys, 
I know this may sound shady of me, but would anybody mind if I perhaps track down this unassociated crystal for its awesome power? Well, I, mean, I think it's with the Church of Lathander now, so... Oh, wait, uh, what? What? Yeah, uh, we, we were uh, hired by the Church of Lathander. And Cosmo speaks in Draconic to Bright Cloth, like, don't make a scene, don't make a scene, don't make a scene. We'll talk about it later. Can I catch up with Balfour for real quick? Yeah. Yes. We, uh, we, yeah. This this song is worthy. I'm gonna run up to them. I'm gonna say, uh, "Hey guys, real quick, you didn't happen to track down a pink crystal for the Church of Lathander, did you?" Um, <laughs> uh, Valcor looks at you and says, "Yeah, what do you want to know?" You did do that. Yeah. All right, cool. Thanks. That's all I need to know. All and right, I, later, uh, loser. I, I go back to the party. So there seems to be a running theme here. Uh, I look at Tim. I look at Tim. And I says, "Hey, Tim, I'll see you at the the the, the power bench uh, later." Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I had to see you around. All right, I'll hey, see you. Uh, hey, next year, are you thinking of taking those rage management courses? I am fine with my rage, but I would love to take it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we'll be in different years, but I can give you some pointers. Yeah, I, I think I can do pretty well on it. All right, oh. all right. Well, see you around. I gotta go and uh, get some food in me. I'm real hungry. Yeah, me too. I, they just gave us vegetarian. Ah, lame. And uh, he'll walk off. Bobby. Yes. Does Luna have rage issues too? Um, it doesn't appear to be. No, I don't think so. Oh, good. Unless you wanted to. No. <laughs> if it's an inner rage. No. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you guys are. Uh, can just, uh, you know, because I didn't say it, but it's in the letter that you guys received, that uh, you guys basically just take your earnings up to the desk and they'll note it down. Okay, we also got 25 each from the treasure chest from the after we incinerated the cult. So we have our own bit of money, and we gave them, we gave them the, the uh, we'd go up and give them the rest of the, the 500. Cool. So yeah, uh, in all, you guys got 500 from Una, 350 from Clarence and a hundred from uh what's his, from uh Ozark. Yeah. That's 950 total, right? Yeah. Yeah, 950. So uh the clerk that you recognize is the clerk that inducted you guys says, "Oh, wow, that's really impressive." And Cosmo does a flex like, "Yeah." I don't think anybody's brought in that much like gold, like ratio wise, uh, on a first exam before. Cosmo raises his voice around the Valkyrie for you hear that the first time ever. Suck my dick. They, <laughs> uh, you see them laying down like a golden chalice in front of one of them. Oh. <laughs> it's like what? What? What golden chalice is what? Cosmo's eyes open like what the fuck? Holy Grail. <laughs> says uh let me tally up what you guys got so far man you guys yeah um, is there any gold that you wish to donate to the academy to assist with your marks or uh to uh you know could, could uh, we get can done? could we do like split it, it, it uh, equally by four ways and we can de- just uh we can um and then we can tell you what uh, what's what, what's up Asking for bribes to increase our grades. No, it's no. This is a basically a, a regular thing that is done in the academy. Um, you like we will take the uh, we will take fifteen uh, percent of uh, the requisite gold. 
So 15% of 500 and 10% of that will go to covering your tuition. Um, right. You are, uh, you will get bonus marks because you obtained more gold than you originally were supposed to, which is excellent. And you can donate uh, 50 gold to have your marks go up by five points each. I will do that. Okay. Time for me to do some math. All right. So, I- anyone else doing that? I'm not. I'm not. I am. I'm not handing over anything that's more than what I would need to. Right. Well, Luna would do that. I'd like to donate ten. Uh, it's only fifty. It's uh, in fifty increments. Oh, increments okay. of fifty, rather. What up, right? How many did I get? Well, he's um, just he's just asking. Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just uh, calculating here. Yeah. What about you, Elliot or Brightclass? Would you do it? Uh, do you, hmm, how much would it be then? Fifty, fifty. Hmm. Because you're making money on tapax aid. Yes. So that's tell, yeah, and you when we started before we started this assignment, you rolled the lowest. Hmm. Does, uh, yeah, you guys will get 50 gold off of your tuition. I will okay. do that. Sure. Um, and then you can donate 50 gold to uh, increase your marks. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Hmm, but... Could huh. we contribute 50 gold between all four of us? So, basically, this Adventuring Academy is just circumventing the whole... Uh, rich student exploitation by just having them be able to bribe their way to good marks. Listen, man, I don't, I don't make the rules. Well, that's how it works, there, dude. Fine, I'll give none because I think my marks are perfect as they are. <laughs> well, this is like your group marks, basically. Okay, fine, I'll give fifty if it's for the group, but only because nah, I tried to. Well, I'll, uh, I'll, um, I'm going to start uh, calculating all of this. Oh, and you do uh, obtain uh, any extra magic items or other non-gold loot. Cosma uh, looks at uh, Marion and be like, should I? Give I mean, you don't have to donate it. We just need to know. It'll help with your marks. If you donate have, it, it's great. I have, but, uh, I, have, I have this staff of the noob tube. Oh, fantastic. All right. We can note that down that you received that. If you want to donate anything, that'll also go towards your tuition. Uh, Andrew this, Marks? Uh, I've got this movable rod. Does that count? Uh, yes, it does. So I'll, uh, I, I will submit this all to the leadership and they can calculate. But it looks like you guys' marks are fairly promising. You'll be happy to know. Okay. Actually, the staff I was willing to donate to certain. Uh, a magician to help make magic weapons. Is there one that does that? Um, not particularly, but we can. If you want to donate it to the academy, we can put it in our collection. Hmm. Cosmo looks at the staff and he's like, he, he kind of just like uh, puts it up his cheek and be like, "I don't want to leave you, but I could keep it, Cosmo." But. But well, well, I did. We did donate. I did donate sixty to per, sixty dot gold. So maybe the staff wouldn't be so bad for a while. Maybe for one more arc, and that would be good. <laughs> and and Kazuma's just like, yeah, I'm gonna keep it for for a little bit. And, All right. 
And Cosmo's like, I won't let you go away anytime soon. Okie doke. Uh, so you, uh, you do that then. I bet you you're probably like screaming inside. Me? Yeah, because I had a staff that destroyed a whole cult. Yes, it's fine. Um, but you guys, uh, yeah, you go donated an extra 50 gold. Uh, sorry, I'm just doing math. But uh, yeah, she says, so um, <clears throat> we're still waiting for the word. We'll have to wait for the word on uh, what your employer says about you. But uh, it appears that your current mark is 35 out of 50 just based on what you've, uh, what you've got here. So I think that'll be a B. Let go up or down, given the uh, employer's uh, uh, regards. If the employee, if the employer reports competency, then you'll go up to forty. I did tell, I did tell her to fuck off. So, (laughs) oh well, I don't know about that. Then keep that That to yourself. That might uh, bump you down to a C, but that's up to the administration. That's not me. Oh, I just. Uh, wait, did I say that loud? Oh, oh no. And then, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, if there's any gold you still want to donate, that's fine. Otherwise, uh, yeah, have We're a good. We have a lot of money. Cosmo <laughs> like, just looks like he looks confused. Like, why are we going to get more money? We don't have a lot. All right. Well, congratulations. He like closes it. Sna- so the clerk snaps her book shut. And says, "All right. Uh, well, congratulations on your first exam. Um, yeah, uh, have a good uh, winter break." I guess. Like, and Cosmo's like hey. twirling the staff around and like and thinking like this is like yay we did it. How much gold did we all get individually? Or are you doing the math on that later, there, Robbie? We have you guys have a total leftover. This includes the one hundred that you got from Ozar. A total winnings of four hundred gold as the party. As a party, yeah. Um, so. All right, all right, everyone. You want to split it four way, uh, four ways. Keep it simple, one hundred each. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then she, the clerk looks over and says, "Who the hell is this guy?" And Carl slams his hands down on the desk. He goes, "The name's Carl Carlson. I'm here to make this Abby my bitch." Academy. 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 It's Academy. She goes. She looks at you guys. And says, "What? Who the hell is this guy?" Oh, All right, have fun. Take care. Take care. <laughs> See you later. Because <laughs> so I was like, well, he's, he starts, he's like, <laughs> he starts laughing. All right. Uh, you guys eventually see security seeming to be called down, but, uh, you know, that's not important. No, I will <laughs> not right, abandon fine. Carl. Oh, will... okay. All right, fine. Well, fine. Um, Cosmo stop. Like, so Cosmo sees security run down. He's like, fuck, this nerd always seems, I just want to go back to cheerleading. And he walks back and says, he wants to learn how the he wants to learn. Yeah, you see, uh, Carl is like fighting to keep his fedora on. His security is harassing him, and um, says, "Oh, he's but he didn't get a letter of recommendation. He doesn't have one." Uh, I well, can he just can he just get in? Like, he well, may have, what are we gonna do with them? Well, do you have a mystery? Someone out there must have lost a party member during this exam, and he look Cosmo looks around like. Uh, that so, is true. We did have somebody go out of commission. See, right there. Spot. Right right there. There you go. Right, right there. Spot. Uh, I'm going to have to report this to the Academy Administration. We'll see 
You know, nobody's supposed to get in unless they have a bit of a recommendation from our scouts. Well, I thought they just can join in with the amount of like. No, you yeah, guys were like, invited here. Well, I don't know about some people, but you know. Sure, it'll work out in the end. Okay. Uh, he goes, let's, whatever. We'll like to throw on, we'll like give him a shed to live in for a little while and we'll see how it goes. Yes. All right. And, and, and Cosmo's like, and Cosmo's like, there you go, my boy. You can, you're starting your new adventure. And Cosmo leaves. Yeah. And, uh, you guys leave as Carl Carlson is doing paperwork. Um, does, does, uh, Cosmo see her? Who? Jiraiya. Oh, Jiraiya. Yeah, Yeah, uh, you probably like on campus see Jiraiya. She looks like she hasn't slept in three days and she's drinking coffee, but uh, she's going about her business as as you're like returning uh, to the familiar sights. It looks like Cosima might have a different love life. Oh. (laughs) Cosima looks at her and be like, he kind of just like looks uh, awkward and tries to scramble away. It's like, I'm imagining like a dog on like a, a slick uh, floor. Yeah, because he doesn't have socks on. And he's yeah, exactly. Around. Does she see him? Probably. She kind of like looks over, like drinks her coffee, and just kind of like. Do you see? She doesn't wave or anything. She's just kind of there, and she she does wave to like the rest of you guys as you're like coming in. She's like, "Hey, what's up?" We just did our first assignment. Oh, it's good for you. Me too. It was your first assignment? You look exhausted. Well, not first assignment. I just completed my exam like two days ago. Why you you didn't sleep at all or anything? Uh, It was kind of rough. Lost somebody. Oh. What? Yeah, we lost somebody. Oh, well, that's awful. Yeah, it was, you know, it happens. I've lost friends before. It doesn't really get easier. Oh, it doesn't. Oh. Hmm. Uh, but well, that's that's the reality of being in this academy, you know. Sometimes you, uh, some people are luckier than others. But by Paylor's light, all will be well. Well, we we got a new friend, and he's dealing with uh, paperwork right now. His name's Carl Carlson. Oh, good. Well, he's I guess a, we'll see him around. He's a cleric or or a priest or whatever. Well, if he's the first year, at least I won't have to deal with him. Oh, well. Uh, oh, don't. Uh, cause of us is like you know. At least, uh, uh, depending, it doesn't matter how tired you, you, you know, you still, you know, keeping that Paylor's light. And Cosmo realizes what he said. And he starts to walk away really fast. She turns to the rest of you guys and she's like, what? what? Like, she kind of like looks at you guys and looks back at Cosmo and she looks at Luna and is like, is that what? Don't worry about it. Okay. Luna. She just she goes back to, sorry guys. She, she says something to you, Luna. Yeah, she just like looks at Luna and she's just like, "What? What?" He can be a little complicated at times. She sips her coffee, says, "Huh, all right, all right. Well, I'm gonna go and try to get some sleep. You guys have a good day." What? Uh, what? You too. What does Brightclaw say? Meow. Just say meow. Say the thing. Wow. Oh, he said the thing. So. What's the time? What what's the time? It's probably afternoon. No, I bet I bet the, the... <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's afternoon. 
You guys are probably, you know, a little bit bushed at least. So there's no classes for today, right? You guys are done school for uh, the next, like, little couple of weeks or so. Cosma goes to his uh, mailbox. All right. (laughs) You do not see any mail in there yet. He Cosmo looks a little deflated. Like he goes to his room, drops off the staff, and he gets he looks a little deflated, not like in a note from his mom or anything. It's like my mom didn't write to me. Huh. Hmm. Don't worry about it, Cosmo. My mom didn't write to me either. Wait, you, you you don't even talk about your parents. Anyway, I'm gonna go to the bathroom for like half an hour. Don't worry about the smoke underneath the door. Uh, okay. Um, Cosmo just like walks. Um, walk, Cosmo looks at Luna and Bright Claws and says, "I'm gonna go to the uh, dojo for a while. I'm gonna work something out." All right. Uh, Luna, uh, Bright Claws, where are you guys going? Um, I don't suppose I still have that jar of my black goo stuff. I guess you technically do. Okay, cool. Oh, no. I'm gonna figure out how to use this for an epic prank. Oh god! <laughs> oh. oh no! <laughs> uh, no, wait. Oh, you, threw the, wait. You, you threw the black ink into the jar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Did we give that with the? No, he took he it. He gave that to Marin. Oh yeah, damn it! I, I mean, I, I, um, I gave it back at some point, I suppose. Okay, cool. I guess I'm just going to go continue improving and expanding upon my tobacco's quick empire (laughs) and improve it with the flavors and alchemical recipes I have since developed. I I thought for like two seconds you were going to, you know what, you know what, I'm not going to say what I was going to say because I'm worried that it'll turn into reality. Hey, um, I need to use the washroom. Okay. Okay, um, yeah. But I have a thing, suggestion for for Amanda. Maybe she can read, read mm-hmm. the wizards, the wizards' uh, book. Well, what do you want to do, Amanda? Depends on what you okay. want to do, Amanda. Practice music. Look at the wizards' book. I'll read the. I'll I'll look at the uh, wizards' book. All right. If you're gonna just sit down and uh, read Patrick Suter's spell book. Uh, it's, I want to do some research on oozes so that I can get maybe one or two more facts. Okay, if you want to just like overview your notes instead, that works too. You can make me your uh, uh, nature check with advantage because you're like cross-referencing your notes. Get that all good. Team. Cool. So you got to you improve your notes. You get uh, a little more into like the origin of oozes and like that they might be a spawn of a demon and, and that kind of good stuff. So you become much more in-depth with your knowledge. Now, as you guys are walking around, you all part ways, kind of breakfast club style. And uh, the camera, you could say, zooms out into uh, into the mountains. But, Marin, as you're walking, you're going back to your rooms. You see the very colorful garb of Roberto. Uh, and he waves to you as uh, you are coming up. Says, hey, Marin Marcus, how's it going, man? Hey, Roberto. Hey, 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 uh, how did, uh, you guys just get back or something? Yeah, I just came back from our exam. Oh, fantastic. Um, give me an insight check. All right. You can also see, uh, you can also give me a perception check at the same time with advantage. 
All right. So just tell me which one you're doing first. Uh, the insight is a 12, and the perception is soft 20. Cool. You can see that Roberto's got a blunt in his hand. That he, uh, he's trying to oh. camouflage. Oh. See what you got there. And I sort of like oh, shit. motion to it. Nah, nah, it's cool, man. I like open up my robe and I show him like the half used huge packet that I have in there. <laughs> he goes, whoa. Like you see his eyes like light up. Says, I didn't know you were dank. The dankest of the dank, my dude. <laughs> hey, all right. Uh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> he, uh, he relights his cigarette with precious digitation. And he takes a drag and says, God, I got a good spot if you want to smoke up. Come on. I follow. I absolutely follow suit. All right. And we conclude this uh, first little bit, this post-exam period, with Marin getting absolutely greened out with Roberto. <laughs> and we will end it there. Hey, happy ending. Thank you for listening to this long episode once again starring Amanda Stewart playing as Luna Sage Tyler McElwain plays as Marin Marcus Elliot Luke Grayson plays as Bright Claws and the all-powerful mega super dungeon master that is Robbie Thompson the first I think of his kind and me your humble producer Stephen Mercer also I did the editor and I play as Kazuma, if you can't tell by the voice. Please check us out on our Twitter and Discord down below. And please rate and review us on iTunes if you like it or want to share your feedback. That would be appreciated. Everything helps as well. And also, we would love to thank Sky, aka Baby Sky, on SoundCloud and YouTube. So if you want to give love to the person who made the theme song right down below it will send you straight there so i hope you enjoy and please stay safe